0: Well, usually i start the episode of saying hello and welcome but i just thought it would be funny to mention that uh johnny was i was i was moaning at johnny i'm like hurry up and hit record hurry up and hit record he's like well, it's just loading it's loading i said Well, will get a better mac he's like i've got the most expensive one anyway hello and welcome to episode nine of War movies in a pod shell i'm laughing because of my little prelude the podcast which takes one great film and couples it with a classic movie from another era this week's pick The Snyder Cut Spoiler Cast. I'm Jamie and I'm joined, as usual, by my whole co-host, the Easter Bunny, but you can call him Johnny. Hello, Johnny. Hey, Jamie. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm full of beans, as you can see. Yeah, you are. You're very much full of energy. I've, I've literally just sat and watched you eat a whole... Was it a whole Easter egg you just ate? It was, to be fair. Yeah, I just sat and watched him eat a whole Easter egg, so... But it's fine because um, for those who doesn't know don't know about Johnny's physical appearance, he's a slim lad, and he can eat as many chocolate buttons as he wants. So yeah, <laughs> that's uh, that's our reference for the week. Anyway, Johnny, uh, how, how have you been? I feel like it's been weeks since we've recorded.
1: I've been good, been busy with work and stuff, but I have actually watched a fair few films, which is nice for a change for me to rather than just Hunger Games.
0: But I did watch Hunger Games. How about you? <laughs> yeah, we've had some comments actually, like that come in about saying. I Does know. Johnny just only watch like, the same YA. series over and over again? <laughs> <laughs> YA films, yeah. Did we get um, any comments
1: complaining about the fact you said Maze Runner was a better film series, though? Because that was ridiculous.
0: No one said a thing. No, no one said a thing. Like, of all of uh, the thousands of listeners that we have, no one said nothing. Um, I'm good. I've also been working loads, as you know. But we should have a little more quiet period now, which is going to be lovely. So, yeah. The, um, what? So what have we been watching, Johnny?
1: I went on an absolute Joel Schumacher binge, which was actually because originally this episode was going to be an episode about The Lost Boys, which I know we'd already announced on Instagram, but we've swapped things around and I watched, as well as The Lost Boys, which was the podcast, which I won't go into because we'll talk about that next episode. I watched Flatliners, which I really, really, really enjoyed. Very Yeah, you loved it, didn't you? I'm not big into 80s films in general, Jamie knows that, because you you try and pick for me ones that I will like and impart them on me, but I really enjoy Flatliners. It's one of those films that I watched initially, thought was pretty good, and then I was thinking about it days later, and it grew on me, which I love films like that that I keep thinking about, so I really enjoyed that.
0: Yeah, it's a super interesting concept. Uh, I've not seen it, actually, in years, Um, probably... I don't think I've seen it since I was maybe like late '90s. Um, okay. Yeah, I, th- I think my I think my mum liked it. I, like loved the film, and I remember watching it, it was on terrestrial at some point. And yeah, but it's it's quite a tense film, isn't it? Like in the the style, Schumacher's got a specific like a quite a cool style, isn't he? From watching that, I can see why they hired him to make Batman. I know what
1: the Batman films became, but you can see why he was hired to make the Batman movies because he had such a style. It's all very neon. Neon reds, neon blues, very moody and atmospheric. I really like that style. And I think what I liked in Flatliners as well is their themes and topics they're they're thinking about are quite grim and things you yeah. don't really want to think about, like the afterlife, what happens to the body and stuff. And Kiva Sutherland's yeah. really good in it as well. Like really genuinely good performance. And I don't know. I, I, just, I like Kiva Sutherland.
0: I think, he, I think he's good in
1: most I things. I do, but you know, I love 24, but he's very much doing a thing over and over and over again. Realistically, it was when you watch something like Flatliners, it was interesting to watch him. Well, when he was younger, I haven't seen a lot from when he was younger, really. And it's yeah, got I Julia mean, Roberts um, in as well. There's a, there's a, there's a big cast there. you got Kevin Bacon I as well. I love Julia Roberts. But apparently, yeah, um, Schumacher said a lot of these people got big after this. It's one of those films where you look back and say, wow, how did they get that cast together? And it's it's kind of, yeah. well, actually, it was after that. But no, I really, really enjoy Flatliners. And then I ended up watching... Both the Joel Schumacher Batman films. Me and Jamie on the previous pod talked a bit. We had a question related to who our favourite Batman was, I think, and then yeah, that was it. Yeah, it sparked me on a wave of. Uh, Jamie said, "Oh, we should rewatch Batman Forever at some point." Yada yada, and I did. I enjoyed it, but not as m- I. Yeah, uh, this is uh, this is topical because we're talking about the Snyder Cut today. There's a whole documentary I watched about what the original version of that film was. And then they basically wanted to make it as kiddie friendly as possible. So they changed it. So forget about release the Snyder cut. It's release the Schumacher cut of Batman Forever, which genuinely does exist. All this and most of the scenes are on a DVD as deleted scenes. So there are fan cuts of it. Yeah. But it was
0: darker and it had more of a story. And I liked Val Kilmer, etc yeah, so, yeah. I, I actually really like uh, batman forever and i think it gets bashed quite a bit um but um actually that 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 brings us on to a, a question from pete who wrote that writes into movies in a nutshell at gmail.com just like you can and he asks boys love the show wrong email movies in a pod show, not nutshell this is my brand <laughs> 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 sorry everyone I'll, do you know what we'll keep it in who cares Sorry, he didn't write into movies in a nutshell because that email doesn't exist. That's my Instagram account. Sorry, always trying to push myself. He writes into movies in a podshell at gmail.com and he says, Boys, I love the show. Um, what are you, who's your favorite Batman? Who is your favorite? No, sorry, what's your favorite Batman film? He says, um, And why is it Batman Returns? <laughs> and so um, I must say, Pete, oh, I agree with you um, my favorite Batman film is Batman Returns yeah. why is it my favorite um, I, I think probably because of the age I saw it at, I saw it probably not like long after release when I was it's, I was probably way too young to see it but it was uh yeah it was I love it I, I just love the moodiness of it and it was it felt quite dark and of course Catwoman um uh, Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman is mm-hmm. amazing I won't say why I find yeah, Charlie, it crazy you?
1: that you like that film so much when you don't like Tim Burton films. It just completely blows my mind cuz it's the most Tim Burton film far more so than Batman was.
0: Yes, it just staggers well, me. Because him and Batman in that world, they fit together like Lego. It's just it's the it's like he suits doing that style like as in I don't I like Edward Scissorhands. It's it's pretty good, but then you see that, you see Batman as well, and you realise like he's a bit of a one-trick pony for me.
1: I find this really hard, and, and again, this is probably horrendously controversial, but for me, it probably is Batman versus Superman, which is probably <laughs> wow. one of the things that's going to be. get Okay, hey, but I'll tell you why. I think the best one, the best film, is The Dark Knight, without question, as in the best film, yeah. but it doesn't solely focus on Batman. I really, really like Batman Begins, I think that's an underrated film and is is probably oh God, yeah. actually
0: might be the best Batman film. Because My favourite of the tri- of that trilogy, is, definitely yeah. Batman Begins, because it's more true to the, the comic. It felt like Batman
1: Year One, which is essentially what I wanted all along. And it, for people who care, Joel Schumacher actually int- originally wanted to do Batman Year One. So I think a lot of the hate and flack he gets for the direction is harsh because he was a fan of the comics. He did want to do something else, but the studio did say... This is what we want. Anyway, basically we want the polar opposite of Tim Burton's Batman Returns, which is Jamie's favourite. But I have been on this podcast and been a big advocate of Batflick before. And I honestly, there's a fight in Batman v Superman where he's just caning these people in the warehouse. yeah. And I think that's the best representation of Batman. I've never seen it done better. And when he's in the shadows um, before... There's a in
0: the corner in the corner yeah, in of the, the room. Corner. Yes. Yeah. I just
1: think honestly Zack Snyder again that is the best version of Batman I've seen. So I know he he hasn't got a whole film and I know there's there's issues because a lot of people hate it because Batman's in the wrong throughout the film but the whole point of the film is he then learns from the lesson but I think a lot Redemption. of people were, were so aggravated by the initial oh why Redemption. is he you know they just couldn't really deal with it. So yeah, yeah I mean that's so it's funny I, well, it is
0: funny you mention that right because most people would say or most Batman fans I know would say that actually like that's really bad representation of Batman like Batfleck in that in that warehouse because he's essentially killing people and we all know Batman doesn't kill he never ever kills and I'm, I'm just out from the comics from
1: 1939 for like the first 20 odd issues he literally murders people week in week out
0: but, but I hope anyway. you're right about that because so, no, no, okay, the listeners will check it okay here
1: we go I am literally reading a book now about Batman fandom and it's it's about when did the mantra come in, at what point did Batman not become a killer, etc. and all these things. The truth is the Batman lore has changed so many times over the years. The only thing that stayed the same is the origin and the, and the promise. And the, yeah. before it was quite a flimsy story and then in the 70s it said, no, this is his mantra and he's actually a guy who's completely obsessed and he has to be Batman, etc. Yeah, so... With the representation about people dying and stuff. Okay, I, I get that. But I kind of like the fact, as uh, Zack Snyder says, if this was in the real world, people would die. And people yeah, might not like that it, take, but I yeah. quite like that take. And, and, and you know, it's a it's a pick. But I'm looking up at Batman Damned, which is a graphic novel I've got. Yeah, we've both read. I've
0: yes? Yeah. Oh, have you, you know the version I've got there, don't you? I've got the censored version. Before we go any further, right? So I've got the not censored version. <laughs> Just so you know, viewers, the, the version I've got is actually worth quite a pretty penny now. I think. So the ver- why? Why is that, Jamie? It was well, it's part is it part of the black. Um, is it black label? I think the they black, call it. Yeah, something like DC, that. So, DC Black Label. Yeah, so it's DC Black Label. So basically, that's like aimed at adults, edgy, and, then, and essentially like. So I was like mad into comics at this point, and and then everyone's gonna be raging with me later when I say that how how burnt out I am on superheroes in general. But Roger so I've got it. this, yeah, I've got this <laughs> Batman Batman damned comic, and it's it's literally got um the the bat the bat penis in it. Yeah. So it's got it's literally got many a few panels, like three or four panels of uh, Batman's penis. Uh, I'm not quite sure why
1: though it's very odd choice I know why people don't like Zack Snyder's version of superheroes I know why they don't like Zack Snyder's version of Batman and Superman but I like a darker Batman and personally as we've just said if if the collateral damage and all that stuff it kind of makes me feel it's closer to things like the Dark Knight Returns and Batman Damned as we've just mentioned and a, a lot of the modern novels are quite grim and gritty and I think Batman has killed in other ones as well. It just doesn't faze, I don't know, it just doesn't phase me. I just see it as a different interpretation. We, we'll he's an, he's a nasty
0: boy, isn't he? He's a nasty boy, our Batman, just tries a vigilante. Anyway, yes, cool. So um, I guess you want to know what I've been watching. Yes, I do. Sorry, yeah. Really okay, you hadn't asked. Jamie, what have yeah. you been watching? Oh, thank you, thank you. Right, so I've, I've actually watched quite a few, so we're going to have to gloss over some of them. Um, Right, so I started off by watching Total Recall. Paul Verhoeven, Verhaven, I don't know how you say it. Paul Verhoeven. Anyway, yeah, yeah, um, we all know that it's a, well, well, if you haven't seen it, everyone, it's one of, it's a fantastic action film um, at the pinnacle of Arnie. Arnold Schwarzenegger is the main character. It's essentially about a, people live on Mars. He goes to get a. He wants to go on holiday, but the, he, he basically they do these things. They implant memories into your head, and you feel like you've been on holiday, and it's almost like a double twist scenario. Oh, it's, it's unbelievable, isn't it? Have you, you do you remember it much? I've not seen it. I just said oh, I've not seen it. I've literally what? not seen it. No. Oh my goodness! Right. Okay. Is it better than RoboCop
1: and what's the other one? It's Starship it's on par. Troopers. It's on both. Films I enjoy.
0: Okay. Uh, Starship Troopers, like uh, that's Paul Verhoeven as well. Is it okay? Mm-hmm. It's very different. Uh, I don't. I don't think Robocop's Paul Verhoeven. I believe it is. Well, this you is can a check watch us pause as we go on IMDb yeah. mid podcast. Very professional. Terrible. Um, so Total Recall, Johnny, is on now TV at the moment, and okay. I think you'll really, really love it. Um, it's it's so much fun, and it's really it's really gory. Lots of really good phys- physical effects. Um I'm almost certain. Paul here we go he did total robocop. recall
1: robocop basic instinct showgirls starship troopers hollow man black book oh. and ellie he did robocop. Elle, sorry. he directed robocop yeah i knew he did because they've all got that satirical edge haven't they
0: so so um well i feel a little bit silly now in front of all of our viewers well who what do i what do i know hey um, anyway, so I watched Total Recall, fantastic. It's on now TV, everyone, if you want to get it. That's um cool. Johnny, you should go and watch it. The, the mm-hmm. soundtrack's unbelievable. It's got that one of those like synth um sort of 80s soundtracks. Even though it was directed in it was made in nineteen ninety, it's still on the cusp of like what we're thinking. Um so Eastern Promises. Have you heard of that before? It's got mm-hmm. Viggo Mortensen. So mm-hmm. it's directed by David Cronen David Cronenberg, another oh, cool. favorite of mine. Um it's basically about a Russian teenager living in london um and she dies during childbirth but leaves clues to like a midlife a midwife um in a journal that could tie her to a rape involving like a violent russian mob family um um actually what's his name vigo uh bases his character off of uh, vladimir putin um you know he's a method actor so he's watching loads of like russian like media all that kind of thing like again really good film I then watched escape from pretoria which is a 2020 film actually with daniel radcliffe uh, based on a true story haven't seen it but i've seen all the clips on gogglebox last week so thanks very much for that gogglebox so oh really oh, i don't yeah, watch gogglebox. yeah um, unfortunately
1: it showed literally the ending of the film which was slightly
0: i've never understood the concept of watching people watch telly it's weird anyway <laughs> um escape from pretoria um it looked good it's a, it does well it's, it's very good um south africa It's based in south africa um, true story about two white political activists um, that are essentially they're from the African National Congress, imprisoned by the apartheid regime, um, and they put a plan. Apartheid. Apartheid. Okay, sorry. Uh, yeah, I, I've never, I've never heard the word sorry. before, to be honest. Um, so basically, what they, what they do is, um, he is some kind of like engineer, but he looks at the guard's keys and then fashions keys out of wood that actually work through the door so in the end they've got like 15 keys like, you know <laughs> I was really
1: bad though when he was going to turn the key the first thing I thought was <laughs> Um
0: you're going to get in so much trouble like for mentioning Harry Potter again Like you only, all you watch is Harry Potter Twilight and the Hunger Games I've never seen Twilight I've
1: seen the first one but I've never
0: seen the rest yeah is Harriet watching anything at the moment she's watching Toy Story 3 Toy Story 3 oh that's yeah. a good one she got the tissues ready Uh, I hope so
1: Because that film Genuinely is quite depressing
0: It is Funny story about Toy Story 3 actually Um, When You and I Lived together um, Back at uni um, we, We watched I watched Toy Story 3 In the house On my own On your brand new LG TV which I still um,
1: have, by the way, because I'm such a cheapskate. So we're 10 years down the line. I still 10 years have down
0: the line. TV. I mean, I remember looking at that TV thinking it was the absolute pinnacle. And now we thought it's look massive, at it was massive, didn't we? Yeah, it's like, what is it? 32 inch?
1: No, it's 42
0: inches. And we is thought it was the inch? biggest TV in the world. And it's really yeah. but anyway. So anyway, like, uh, do you remember Rudy? Right? We used to have this Jack Russell called Rudy. Um, yeah. Well, like I did. Um, and he would, sometimes if you'd see a dog on screen, he'd r- sprint up to the screen Jump oh, up no. and slam his paws <laughs> off the screen, right? And so this was fine when it was a CRT television because the CRT television would hold up. And so it's towards the end of the film and it's the bit where they're all holding hands, going down, and Slinky the dog's there. John's got his hands on his head. Don't worry, Johnny, it's fine. Your I was going to say, fine. the TV's
1: still around, so it can't end too badly. You don't know? I can see where this is going, but carry on. I do remember Rudy used to get really aggy
0: at other dogs on TV, but anyway. Exactly. And so Rudy, like this brand new TV Johnny's got, I don't know where Johnny was, probably at unique somewhere, like and so Rudy saw this dog on TV, sprinted up to the TV, and I was sitting on the couch and I was screamed like, no! <laughs> and so he got that scared that he would like got right up to the TV and then like cowered and like just started Aww. walking away from the TV. And I was Sweating because I was poor like, this is, this is game over. Well, poor Rudy, <laughs> poor me having to replace your TV, probably. So, yeah, um, oh, dear, that's, that's really level. good.
1: I can't believe in 10 years you've never told me that story. Well, maybe,
0: maybe you were worried about it coming out. I, just, I decided to do it on a podcast to everyone. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I didn't tell you. Um, yeah, I watched Forgetting Sarah Marshall, very, very funny. I have seen that. Yeah, it's a comedy yeah. with, um, and Russell Brand as well. But yeah, very funny. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. seen it. It's a comedy, yeah. Check it out if anyone's not seen it. It's what did you
1: watch that one? Is that on Prime or something?
0: That is on Amazon Prime, I believe. Cool. Yeah, it is on Amazon Prime. And then I proceeded to watch a film called Joyride, which is also called Roadkill in America. So I think it's called Joyride in America. It's called Roadkill here. It's got, um, it's a pure random one. It's got, uh, what's his name? Paul Walker. So it's got Paul Walker in it. And it's a bit, essentially like this road trip movie that turns bad and they're tormenting this driver this lorry driver and they're like uh he's sort of saying that they're, they're, they're acting like a woman like and they're seducing him and he's like candy cane and he starts like chasing them and he's gonna kill them it's it's fine like it's fine it's fine it sounds
1: like jeepers creepers in my head for some reason but anyway that's fine i'm just imagining the truck following them
0: jeepers. it was nowhere near as good as i remembered I've not seen Jeepers Creepers, which is weird because That's I. That's a like, horror right. film
1: I've actually seen. It's probably because it's
0: not a very scary one. I don't remember. It's not very scary, now I can't remember. On to the main body of the show. This week's film, as you all know, this is the Snyder Cut spoiler cast. I need to bring us together. There are enemies coming from far away, they serve an old power.
1: I don't care how many demons he's fought and how many hells
0: he's never fought us united so we're going to talk about the Snyder Cut that's just been released I'd say just been released not this Thursday gone the Thursday before mm-hmm. we're talking about it Johnny what's the story behind the Snyder Cut do you know anything about it I hope you do
1: Zack Snyder had filmed pretty much the entirety of Justice League and there was a family tragedy His um, his daughter passed away and essentially, he, he took time out and they said, we're going to bring in Joss Whedon to finish up the film, but, you know, the tone will remain the same. It's just to kind of finish up. And actually what happened was Joss Whedon ended up getting, I can't remember if it was 100 million, but it's some crazy amount of money. It to, was
0: 100 million, yeah.
1: There more you I go, 100, 100 million, million to reshoot large parts of the film and change the tone to be more in keeping with Marvel films. Now, I think a bit of a history that's also relevant here is DC was so desperate to get to the, uh, the Avengers that came out in 2012 and DC was so desperate to have their version of the Avengers out there. So there, there was a rush to get to Justice League. We had the first film, which was Man of Steel by Zack Snyder, which is about Superman. Had the second film, which was Batman v Superman, which was also Zack Snyder. The reception to Batman v Superman wasn't good. It made a lot of money still but the critical reception wasn't good. So they wanted to shift the tone, become lighter and maybe more in keeping with Marvel. So they brought in a Marvel director in Joss Whedon and he he literally butchered the film. And the only reason I say butchered is because if having watched the Snyder Cut and watched the original cut, it is crazy. All the worst parts of that film that was released in 2017 were the new additions. And I don't think anybody would argue otherwise, to be honest
0: yeah so there isn't so the interesting fact there isn't one scene in Snyder's version that was shot by Joss Whedon I would have thought that would be the case because just yeah, yeah
1: that this this thing that's frustrating is if I I will never know what the experience of watching Justice League is without knowing what the Whedon cut is in an ideal world, I'd never have known what that is. I would have never known the plot beats and you could watch this and enjoy it for what it is and go from there. But instead, we've got this thing where it's kind of like deja vu. You know the outlines and, you know, the tracing on a sketch or something, you know, you kind of know the general yeah. outline, but it's how how it's filled in is different. I mean, this is literally a four-hour version of a film we've seen that was two hours long. It was different enough to make it feel new. And I said to Jamie and you we're laughing because I've already done a David Fincher reference, but this was the most excited I've been about seeing a director's cut or a film like that since it was announced that they were doing an assembly cut of Alien 3, because at that, for years, literally 11, 12 years, there was no way of seeing it unless you had a bootleg VHS, and they said they were gonna make it on this DVD. And I was beside myself to see all this stuff, like half an hour's worth of footage I'd never seen that Fincher had shot and wanted in the film. So to then someone say, by the way, there's a four-hour version of Justice League. And it is too long. I think there is probably a version of the film at three hours or 320, which is far better. But to be able to see see it in its entirety and let it bask in it and indulge in it, I think is, is great, to be honest.
0: And that, so that's really interesting about the whole director's cut thing because we actually have a question from Patch. Mm-hmm. And he writes in and he says should all movies be the director's cut or like in quotations, the director's cut or does that leave too much room for directors to become self-indulgent? Do studio slash theatrical restrictions give much needed focus to a project? Brilliant question. It is um, oh, like, Off really? the bat, just to say, but um, I think there's a
1: few elements to that which you've raised. I think the main reason the Snyder Cut's four hours long is because it's been released on a streaming platform. So no one cares about if it's two or four. Like people moaning about it being four hours, you're watching it at home anyway. So in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't really matter. I get the fact it's a large chunk of people's day, but I think all the people who were going to watch Justice League anyway were invested enough to spend the four hours.
0: So it's and it's kind a of choice. It is a choice, by the way. You know, like it's yeah. a choice whether you watch it or not. Like isn't, no one's forcing you to watch it, but. Yeah. You you must also think like I, I guess the reason why it was allowed to be four hours it wouldn't have worked in cinema because. No. They've got to get a certain amount of showings in anyway. Like, so if they're only getting like three showings in of like yeah, on each so screen, it loses money in that in that sense. Like,
1: there's a reason their theaters love a two-hour movie or like a two-hour twenty movie. It's because the amount of shows you can fit in every day. And then as soon as you remove that restriction, then I think for people like David Fincher who did Mank recently, that was a long film. And I thought again with that, maybe that was because of the fact they're not worrying about theatrical distribution, so they don't have to worry about how long people will sit down for to take it in. Or how many screenings they can get in of it within a day?
0: Yeah, and this could be the first time where actually, like streaming does benefit the viewer. Um, also, so, The Irishman as well. Sorry, I was going to say was another example that that was fairly long,
1: wasn't it? And that was Netflix, three and a half hours. Yeah. So you yeah. know, maybe, it's maybe this is a new maybe this is a new trend. That's. Uh, that's I'd rather would
0: rather it wasn't a new trend because I like a, a, a ninety minutes is my perfect the perfect time for a movie in my opinion. So, yeah, so let's answer the question, I guess. Mm-hmm. I I guess this is, it is a weird one for me. I think it's the director should always have creative, full creative control over what they're trying to achieve in terms. Yeah, it could be too self-indulgent, but why are you, hiring, why are you attaching the director to the film in the first place?
1: I think a lot of it boils down to, and I think... Uh, I think it was Fincher who said this, I need to stop doing Fincher quotes, but it was essentially, you don't have to have final cuts, but you have to have the studio on board with what your vision is, because if you make something a certain style, and then they want something completely different, which is exactly what happened with Justice League, which is, oh, we're going to carry on in the style of Batman v Superman, and then they say, oh, we want it to be like Avengers, and it needs to be light-hearted and changed. You know, yeah. it, And then it doesn't work and then someone else comes in and dials up the saturation. It just it looked all wrong, didn't it? It just didn't work. And I think the most important thing is probably a studio back your vision. Because if they say it's got to be a certain runtime to make more money, I don't think you can argue too much on that. I think no. that's kind of accepted because you want it to be successful. Yeah. But it's it's making sure they're at least in line with the, the tone and the vision of what you're trying to say. I think
0: that's the thing. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think I think if a director's trying to like this 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 particular scene is really important, that's their choice. Like that yeah. they they should be allowed to do whatever they want. Like in terms of the the presentation and the story and stuff. I I think unless they're gonna sort of I don't I don't know do something really really controversial.
1: There are I mean, examples. I'm, I'm probably...
0: of, I was going to say sorry. There are there are examples though of some
1: directors' cuts which are actually worse than the theatrical. Oh yeah, and like, some that are better. I mean. Okay, not worse maybe, but for example, the aliens uh, special edition, uh, which is done by James Cameron, is an extra twenty, maybe twenty five minutes worth of footage, and it does a lot of character building stuff, which is good. But I, for me, it ruins a lot of the pacing of the film because again, the theatrical release is about two hours, and when um, at the start of the film you don't know what's happened on LV four two six, so something's gone wrong, but we don't know what's happened. In the special edition, you see all of what happened and how it went wrong and the acting's not great in it and i can kind of see why studio exec went you don't need that cut it there's more of a mystery if it's not there so whenever i watch it i kind of don't like the fact do you know what i mean it's it's little yeah, story yeah. beats like that yeah. i wouldn't say it makes it worse but it's just for me it's a pacing thing and again with terminator 2 it's a really well paced film but there's a few plot holes without the director's cut we were talking about the chip and the
0: learning and Oh yeah god yeah the the terminator 2 director's cut's way i i, I much much prefer it to the uh, theatrical cut um yeah there's there was um i'm not sure, i can't remember who wrote the question in actually but they did actually ask um which like films have actually been improved by director's cut versions and well, the first thing i said was terminator 2
1: yeah i, I to be fair i did say aliens cuz it's a bit of a weird one there's so many scenes in that which are far better from the extension but there's other bits i just wish there was more mystery And I don't like the fact you see what's happened to the colonists at the start. But again, that's a real nitpick. A film that director's cut's made it better. The original cut of Blade Runner with the voiceover is not good. And a lot of the point of that voiceover was because I think the studio didn't really know. It wasn't clear what the story was in the film. So to have the voiceover as a way of clearing it up, etc. Was if you watch the final cut, there's been many cuts of Blade Runner. But the final cut, which was released in 2007 that film for me is the definitive version and that's the one Ridley's signed off on so
0: yeah yeah I mean yeah there there is there's, I'm sure there's many many more examples of uh, you mentioned Kingdom of Heaven which again I've, another Ridley Scott film as well um,
1: he yeah. he did a I can't remember how short the studio released the one the, the theatrical release so I think it was either 2 or 220 but the other one's way over three hours, but people just say it's literally the films are completely different beasts. You've got you've gone from you know a three star film to a four and a half five star. Some people are even saying because of wow. how much is lost in terms of context
0: and depth. Just like Justice League, but this is a completely a, li- a little bit different. And do you know Warner Brother actually? Did you know they've actually done this um, on another occasion? Released um, a director's cut. Of a superhero film on another occasion way in the past no go on right so um superman 2 oh god they did the donna cut of yes um, yes yep. I, have you seen the donna cut though i haven't seen i I, oh. in, I do you know what i might have but i just can't remember I've, I've those those original um superman films i say original dodgy cg that, over it so really? you really you'd remember it some... we can talk about dodgy cg later um <sighs> in my opinion anyway anyway. right so anyway right so let's start off by saying the 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 differences between this this and the original Justice League is yep it's an additional two hours um yep there's a way hotter director as in like Zack Snyder aesthetically he's a hot guy and he I was gonna say I've wrote down here is he the fittest director is he the hottest director like as in in terms of how like do you know what I mean sexy well Zack Snyder yeah, have you seen him? He's—he's. He's, I know he's into his fitness and stuff. Yeah, he's when fit they were the like night. doing
1: the three hundred stuff that he was still training alongside them. Yeah, he's good looking, man. Like he's yeah. a fit guy. Like so, I I, I I just love the fact he's so passionate about the comics. I think a lot of stuff gets thrown at him about how oh, it's not what you know, it's not what I want from the comics. I think he's a real fan of them. I think he gets so much flack for stuff he doesn't. You know, I, anyway.
0: Oh yeah. Well, anyway, so I'll I'll just I just thought I'd preface that with like just discussing how hot Zack Snyder is because I think he is the hottest director. Like,
1: we haven't really given a synopsis of this film. Should I give a little synopsis of
0: it? I think most people have already seen Justice League. We're going to listen to this, but just so you know, guys, before Johnny says it's the same synopsis as every other superhero film. Go on.
1: At the end of Batman vs Superman, a Superman does die because he sacrifices himself to save humanity. And as he dies, he lets out a scream. This uh, as when he dies, it. Dark side. He's a character from another dimension. Who we've seen fleeting images of. Now knows that Earth is no longer protected, so he's going to wage a war because millions of years ago, millions of years ago, he attempted to take Earth and he was injured and wasn't able to. So he sends. Oh yes, um, it's, a, it's a hammerhead. Yeah, that dude. He sends his minion Steppenwolf disciple to take care of it. Now Steppenwolf's got a chip on his shoulder because. He has previously done wrong on Darkseid, and Darkseid, some of his family were a traitor or something, so he's trying to make up for it. So he's essentially finding three MacGuffins, as in, you know, in Avengers, you had the Infinity Stones that were collected over a series of films. In Justice League, it's a a series of boxes. One box is with the Amazonians, another mother box, which is with the humans, and there was another mother box, which was with... The Atlanteans, which is where Aquaman was from. So that's kind of how you get the gist of how the team come together. And essentially, it's about Batman realising his errors from the previous film. And he thinks, we actually need Superman to be alive. And I need to put a team together to deal with these extraterrestrial threats, which are now coming. And we basically watched that for four hours it sounds in it, it like a really bad thing to do for four hours but honestly the pacing's so good for the first three hours i wasn't even bothered
0: by it in the slightest um yeah i really must say like so when you were talking about the the, the battle and stuff <sighs> before ages ago it's so lord of the rings-esque in that, oh, in that so sense much. it really really reminded me of like uh, epic and an ancient battle like do you know like you know the woman's voiceover in gal gadot uh, it, it's quite it's quite a long voiceover section for her i kind of wanted jeremy irons to be doing that because he's just got such a great voice but anyway it's just amazing in every single aspect um so yeah i mean yeah it does it flies by absolutely flies by what a really important thing to know it's it's not 69 is it
1: no, so the aspect ratio for the previous two uh, Batman, uh, the Snyder films, has been two three five aspect ratio. So on your TV, you'd say it's got black bars at the top. And Sorry, bottom. two three five. Yeah, I was saying. Yeah, six, no, no, no. It's fine. on a sixteen nine screen, two three five. And yeah. then when they essentially film these films, they do shoot it in sixteen nine, and they usually crop in afterwards. So they in the edit they can reframe or move things around, and because of that, um, Zack Snyder when he was making Batman v Superman got the chance to do an IMAX release and he kind of reframed the image for IMAX, which can be either 4.3 or 16.9-ish. And essentially, he got so obsessed with the format that when he was told he was able to have the extra $70 million million he got to make the Snyder Cut to finish his version of the film, he decided, you know what, I'm going to release it in IMAX. Now, he's done it in a 4.3 aspect ratio, which is essentially a square. I honestly believe he kind of did this as a troll because I cannot believe if this came out in 2017 originally, it would have ever been in 4-3 aspect ratio. But I also kind of love the fact that he kind of knows this is his one chance to do this stuff, so he throws everything at it. His argument is that a lot of the action in superhero films is up and down rather than left and right. So if you've got a really wide aspect ratio like two, three, five. It's people travelling across the screen, which kind of makes sense for Flash. But anyway, for characters like Superman, there's a lot of up and down with flying. It kind of made more sense mm-hmm. to have the extra height. now. extra headroom. The extra headroom, sorry. But is laughing at me because we, we've talked previously about me watching things on the projector. Now, the room I have the projector in, it's, it projects onto a square screen, but it, the image it projects out, the projector, is sixteen nine. So to get the square to image of 4-3 Snyder Cut to fill the square screen, I needed a room with like an extra two metres back. So I put it all in my living room and it literally took me, I think I message you, it took me 25 minutes to literally rearrange my living room to set it up <laughs> so I could watch Snyder Cut in his intended aspect ratio on the full screen. Um, was completely worth it, but it was a lot of faff.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. It, I mean, you forget, you do forget, like my, my friend actually texted me saying, what's wrong with this? And he sent me a photo of his television screen. And it was like, yeah, obviously um, four by three. I was like, there's nothing wrong with it. That's just, that's the way it was intended. Um, And he was like, right, okay. The only
1: thing I take, issue I take with this, it was intended is when you look at the behind the scenes footage and stuff, and they're looking at the aspect ratios on the preview screens, they are not looking at it in four three. It is very much in a, something that looks cool, decided to do afterwards. But do you know what? I don't care. I'm fully behind it. I honestly didn't notice it after about 10, like the first 10 minutes, exactly. I was like, oh, it's square. That's weird. And then a bit like when we watched some of the older films we've watched, I just, I think I watched on the, I watched on the waterfront in four three, and, you know, after about five minutes, I just kind of go, oh, right, fine. It washes over you. Same with when we watched M.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like all, all the old, I watch quite a lot of old films so that mm-hmm. and they're all obviously four three. but um, yeah, no. you do forget about it in literally a minute. Um, and so, the one thing I will mention that, that did like annoy me a little bit. So in the UK and in America as well, I guess, um, I think it's the same for America. The only way we've got to got access to this is from Now TV in the UK. Oh. And there is no, I'm sorry to get onto this. Are you, are you like moaning because? No, I I, to... I I know what you're going to say. I, I know. Go, go ahead. But I'm I'm. I'm
1: huffing because we've got to wait another what is it three months till the blu-ray can come out which is the way i just want to watch it anyway but whatever
0: well yeah so my problem is it's on now tv only so we've got one way of watching it right and so the the standard way is you have a now tv subscription oh guess what it's not in full hd so you've got to pay Uh. an extra three quid on top of that to get the boost package to get it in 1080p but guess what i don't want it in 1080p i want it in 4k yeah i can't have it in 4k and it it so upsets me i don't in in america i think i'm pretty sure hbo max is in 4k they can get it in 4k
1: i think that obviously there's been some deal signed somewhere but i was annoyed because the best streaming service for me for film rentals for picture quality i've always found is actually apple Apple, yeah all um Apple Rentals, well, I don't know what they call it, but anyway. Apple, Apple, Apple,
0: Apple Movies, rentals. sorry. That's Apple probably, TV.
1: probably it. Yeah, that's the yeah. one, yeah. I, honestly, their streams are, are really, genuinely... I don't know if they do genuinely have a higher bit rate, but they've just sorted their codec out, so it always looks good. So I was really annoyed when I found out it was going to be on Now TV, because I don't rate it. I always think the sound quality really suffers, because they they put the bitrate into the image not into the audio but anyway look
0: I know we're going off on one one we're moaning about physical well, media. well now TV is the worst the worst streaming service um available to us it and did have that's... a
1: massive rebrand didn't it just before Justice
0: League I don't it's know it's got a new picture yeah they've got a new like, logo cool thanks for the new logo it looks like Netflix um, now thanks for the new logo where's my 4k image that is all anyway right so uh, split it. into, it's split up into six parts um i noticed straight away the score it's it's so epic so
1: much it's- better because it's actually junkie xl tom Holkenberg, who did the soundtrack for uh, well he worked on the soundtrack um for batman v superman with hans zimmer hans zimmer basically yeah. gradually removed himself from it so it was so frustrating watching the, the joss whedon version when danny elfman did a score and batman's theme was in it and and superman's and as much as I love those themes, it was so out of context when you watch two films of this dark version with this
0: aggressive score, and then all of a sudden there's this big orchestral version. It just didn't yeah, work. and so I, th- I think it's it's quite important to note because people are gonna the people that are listening to this are probably gonna be comic book fans and or like or superhero True. genre movie fans. W- like, what would what would you say the main difference is between their Marvel universe and the? Um, the DC universe what what is the, the contrasting difference because they're very different aren't they
1: for me I like DC because I feel the characters have more flaws and I think that's the point and I don't think it's just dark because it because dis- it, it's a desaturated image or a uh, bleach bypass uh, it looks like it's had the bleach bypass bypass process done to it but genuinely they deal with moral issues and conundrums that's why i like them i don't feel like marvel really does but i always find it hard to criticize marvel and then people say you hate marvel i know i don't i love marvel films i've enjoyed them but i've kind of done with them and what i liked about dc was i felt they were doing something different and when i got frustrated with dc was when they tried to make a marvel world it all had to be within one world straight away You, you know we had that universe phase we had what was that series of films Russell Crowe was supposed to launch the Dark Universe with Tom Cruise as the Mummy or something? And you know,
0: oh really? That sounds yeah. that sounds terrible. Have you never seen the Mummy
1: with Tom Cruise <laughs> in it?
0: Yeah, the, so the
1: Mummy's yeah. So that was basically the, to be the start of the Dark Universe, and the Dark Universe oh. was all the Universal monsters, and then
0: oh, was this yeah right? So okay. we
1: had this era of just everyone going, it's gonna be in one world, and I just thought, why don't you just do good one-off stories, and if it goes well, then you can do another one, and then see and yeah and, yeah I. Marvel films I
0: don't think they're just lighter for me I've I've always so I've always preferred DC to Marvel anyway um, like always and you've always read them like when we lived together
1: all the graphic novels you had were essentially DC and the ones you went yeah. to buy were DC
0: yeah and, and and it's funny because the Marvel the Marvel ones I do have are like the the Jessica Jones ones that are like Which the are, darker ones and they're the little yeah, more mature like, audience ones aren't they those Marvel Mar- uh, Marvel Max it's That's called it, so yeah. like the, the Punisher and the, so the yeah. Jessica Jones and I'm not saying like I don't like the the lighthearted stuff because I, I do as well it's it's definitely got I've, I've read so much Spider-Man and stuff as well um I just prefer the, the darkness and the fact that the um the characters are more flawed and stuff. Yep. Um and yeah, is more serious, it, it appeals more to me. Have Marvel executed it better? Ab- yes, absolutely. 100%. No question, well. Actually, yeah, no, not, no no question. No question at all. No. no. Ha- am I am I so fatigued with superhero as a genre? absolutely and i said this earlier i I completely agree to be honest and and you mentioned actually something really so i I was i I was actually having a little moan earlier i said all the snyder cut's done for me is cemented and solidified how um absolutely exhausted i am with superhero films i did enjoy the snyder cut i really really did but i think i'm done now like when it Mm. when we're when we're back in cinemas I probably won't be going to see them because I'm just, I'm just so done. And then you mentioned, I said, as I said, so I was, I was moaning again, saying, "Oh, my, my, problem is that like all, all younger people see nowadays is Marvel films and superhero films, and the dramas are just swept under the carpet nowadays." And you said it's very much like westerns, yeah, back in the day. And you know what? I always, I, I will always stand corrected. And I, at that point, I was like, "I stand corrected. You're right. Actually, westerns took over for." Decades. A long time. And I think
1: there will always be the next trend. Do you remember when disaster there were loads of disaster movies? In the nineties we had like Twister. Twister and Deep Vertical Limit. And we had Armageddon Vertical Limit. All within, Uh, you know, a very short period. And again, they had a phase in the seventies. A lot of it's to apparently in society and politics it always ends up reflecting like there was a load of vietnam films but they weren't always we about live, Vietnam.
0: we live in a society so the snyder cut because it's like about 15 hours long it's split into <laughs> six parts and um, which is really important to note so part one i guess is all about batman assembling the team yeah and in, in at this point now the color palette it goes back to bvs the color palette's dark so much gray so many really blues it. it's moody it feels Dark Knight-esque in places for me, P- particularly the part where the men with guns and briefcases raid the building and w- Wonder Woman turns up. Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Dark Knight, that is. That is pure Dark Knight. You me. mean the third, what the, what, the Bank Heist one or yes, the third very, film? Yes, very, yeah. Oh, okay. No, oh, yeah. the Bank Heist one is very serious. It, it starts off that serious, like, you know it's R-rated. Like, we didn't mention that, but it's R-rated.
1: Do you know what I love about that scene is the fact that, basically, Wonder Woman there's a team of about five people she's taking out or more and in this Whedon version they kind of get punched and kicked about and she's protecting people and this version they yeah. get absolutely annihilated like they're yeah, dying they decimated, left right, yeah. centre like she's when she punched them they're slamming into a wall there's nowhere they're surviving and towards the end they, they've got this bomb she needs to get rid of so she grabs the bomb throws it up in the air goes with it there's this massive explosion and to be fair it's up in the sky so no one's harmed and you think great she's got no collateral damage then there's one guy left and for absolutely no reason she's like punched all the other ones and it like wasn't a problem this guy she puts her arms together beams out this uh, burst of energy and it takes out like half the building and it's the most Zack Snyder thing where it's like complete overkill but I love it I just I, I don't care yeah, I find it I love funny I love the fact that he basically says that these people are gods the idea of these superheroes they are gods they're mythical beings so yeah, we, we can't comprehend them or
0: understand them and I just lo- I love the fact that it goes so OTT with it I'm I'm yeah. all for it. And and so you mentioned that they're gods, right? So I, mm-hmm. I must say, in that scene, the Wonder Woman scene, I felt like the CGI was dodgy, really dodgy in that scene. Like when really? she's moving really fast and stuff, it just looks a bit cheap to me.
1: I'll be honest, I never, you messaged me that straight after you watched it. I hadn't really clocked it, but I don't know. I think as well, because I know how much they've spent on this re-release and how much they had to do, I was kind of a bit of there's a goodwill amount, I think, because none of the CGI is bad. By the way, it's not like oh my no. god, that's terrible. It's still pho- no. if you pause it, it's photo real. It's stuff with like the motion, I think, more so, yeah, which the is motion, probably yeah. a thing so. to do with time and etc. Yeah.
0: So you, you mentioned Greek gods for outright, and and the Justice League has actually been compared to Greek gods in the past anyway. But we know that Snyder has like he he has been presenting this as like a Greek god style like mythical yeah um these mythical beings and so i wanted to just take you through like in case you didn't know each justice league member is actually like sort of there's a nod to a greek god so obviously the obvious ones we've got is aquaman he's obviously poseidon right Mm -hmm. um the flash is hermes hermes is rapid back in the day apparently i say back in the day did he delivering messages like he did to bruce wayne in batman v superman saying make sure you save lois lane she's the key to everything exactly so wonder woman's the more um, strange one so she's actually like maybe not greek mythology but we think she could be compared to roman uh, mythology um artemis um oh, yeah. like well so artemis was greek mythology but people think that she's more roman mythology yeah um superman really obvious he's zeus um batman so people think batman could be compared to hades um or like, like in his other name is Pluto, um, the dark prince, the dark brother of Zeus. So like it's mm. actually like, that re- makes a lot of sense. So but yin Zeus, and yang to each other because they've got the different exactly. viewpoints of how to deal with issues. And, Absolutely. And yeah. um, so the reason why like um, Hades actually lives underground and he uses his wealth for power. Mm-hmm. So it, like it literally is, it literally is. Um, so then you've got um, the the last person, Cyborg. Cyborg. I'm like, right, how is how does he possibly fit into Greek mythology? But he does. So... He's actually, and please, uh, if we've got any anyone with some kind of masters in Greek mythology, I really apologize for butchering the name. You might know it actually, Johnny, because you've read the Stephen Fry books. Mm-hmm. Um, Hephaestus. I have no idea how you would say okay. it. Okay, but go so for it. cyborg is um, compared to Hephaestus. So basically, um, he was deformed through really unfortunate circumstances, but he's a master blacksmith and he can forge any weapon. So that Very is cyborg. that is cyborg. It varies yeah. cyborg. So so there you go for the, for people that like. Just see it, I guess. And, and I guess this is maybe why I'm a bit of an apologist for these particular DC films, because it's not just your paint-by-numbers Marvel.
1: And the There's thing deeper, is, like, meanings. when Snyder came into it, he said, I treat them as a modern myth. That's the idea. And like you've said, you've given the exact examples, but it's the idea of a lot of Batman v Superman. He uh, Zack Snyder said the third character, so you've got Batman, you've got Superman, and the third character was actually... The media, and it was that the whole film was showing what would the well, world, that. what would the world be like if Superman existed? And I kind of went, yeah, I can agree with this. Half people would think he's the second coming of Christ, quite literally. Half the people would think he's a false god, he's an alien. Half people would be saying he should go back to his own planet, because unfortunately that's the society we live in. Other people would be saying he, we should be allowed to stay. It's it, again, it's it's using all this as. There's a lot of political themes that you could read into it. You're so right. That's why Snyder does it. And then people say, oh, you're looking too far into it. It's actually just about Batman and Superman fighting. It's like, there's a middle ground. We probably read too much. And then there's probably a level of people don't think there's anything to it. And I think in the middle, there's probably the truth. But, you know, I think for me, compared to Marvel film, and this isn't a slight, I enjoy Marvel, as we keep having to say. I, th- I the Marvel films that do well for me are the ones that are smaller fry, not the big end of the world stuff. And again, part of the bits I didn't like about Justice League was the fact it was so epic and big. I sometimes yeah. like the smaller fry stuff. And actually, in Batman v Superman, what I liked was watching Batman just do normal stuff. So yeah, yeah,
0: no, hundred percent. Anyway, like, y- yeah, sorry, you're hundred percent right. And and yeah, that that is the main reason why I also prefer this universe. Like, and again, I, I I've I have enjoyed Marvel films in the past as well. Um, So yeah, and I guess, and and so, and so that actually like silos in really nicely with this next part. So part Mm -hmm. two, so Batman's like sort of like trying to get the justice league together. Part two, you see a bit more of this Steppenwolf character. And actually this is when it gets a little bit deeper. Like he criticizes the human race. And this was really like, I love this part. And he says, they're all divided. He basically described our human race right now. Yeah. They're all divided um they they're they're at war with each other and they don't deserve free will they should be stripped of their free will and i was like man that is deep we we do deserve to be stripped of our free will because we are trash like we're always fighting with each other it is deeper it definitely is deeper and it's true and like those themes throughout yeah fair enough like people um like say about Snyder that he's a bit emo and stuff like yeah he is and I, it. I love I love I was emo like I love emo <laughs> I still like emo music and I'm not ashamed yeah and so and so that that part there where it's like yeah they, they don't deserve to live and yeah people will will sort of say talk about Thanos and that he's similar very similar and stuff like that but actually this come out before this came out before Infinity War um, and more and importantly also, in the
1: comics as you in the comics say. yeah a yeah. year
0: before so in the 60s I think it was the 60s Darkseid was actually um, invented before Thanos so yeah he was in, introduced before Thanos
1: there's a do um, you know what in the whole history though of Marvel DC there's so much where so and so was first then this copy which led to this like it's absolutely and also like Superman was the original superhero that you can bash Superman as much as you want but there would be no superhero whole genre and comic books if yeah. it wasn't for Superman he no. he was the first superhero i'll be honest i'm not actually massively bothered about superman in batman v superman i was quite content with batman going to kill superman it didn't bother me yeah but
0: you, you understand uh, you everyone's know. motivation in that like that's why I, so i I recently just watched the ultimate cut i love and, the ultimate um, cut of that film yeah again it's you, long that's about three hours 20 minutes it's for it is yeah you, you like you were pre- I could see it from every single person's point of view. You understand from Bruce Wayne's point of view why Superman has to die because he's an alien and he has the power to destroy everyone. And he only knows him through the media. He
1: doesn't know yeah. him as a person. He doesn't know what he stands for. He just saw Metropolis get blown to pieces in this exactly. fight. There's no context of anything else. Turns out Superman's pretty sound, isn't he?
0: Nice guy. He likes us, right? But it's a good job he likes us because if he didn't it's over and that's why batman's after him so right i must i must mention so part two we really delve into cyborg's backstory right yes joe morton silas stone cyborg's dad
1: can we talk about terminator 2 yes (laughs) you you have soon as i saw miles dyson messing around with technology i went no 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 just just leave it Leave it, it, always, it always goes wrong I still You've think ruined- of him you know you know when the SWAT team comes in a <laughs> Yeah. and I'm, I, the, yeah, yeah. I, I was just waiting for it you know so uh, I will, I mean, we're going to get into it later but in, in both films he sacrifices himself at a vital point and I thought if he does the breathing thing I will lose my mind please do the Miles Dyson breath,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah the arm man it. Yeah, it's, it's, oh, do you know what? You, you've ruined, you've I'm ruined so the sorry. viewers, you've ruined the viewers' quiz time because oh, that was a no. viewers' quiz time. But do you know what? I'm this so week, sorry. viewers, this week, our dear listeners, John, Johnny's on it. So, it, yeah, so Joe Morton, Cyborg's dad, um, he, is yeah, he's, he's obviously in a in another very similar role um, in yeah. Terminator Two, where he, yeah, bit just, of fan service, I think, and I'm, I'm more yeah. than happy for it. You know, I, I love it, actually, love it. <laughs> So, this time, actually, like Cyborg in this film, the, diff- the main one of the main differences for Cyborg is like he's actually one of the main characters and he's he's a really important character and it adds so much depth, doesn't it?
1: So, in a bit of history, when the original Justice League film came out, the actor who play- portrays Cyborg just completely called out Warner Brothers. He was essentially cast as the main, the whole main, I say the main hero, but he was the. The emotional heartbeat through the film of why it all comes together, and you're supposed yeah. to feel his story, and it was all gone. It was, there was literally nothing left in that original version. It, it it was staggering how much they removed.
0: It's it was really sad. It's really really sad because it's it's actually like a really valuable piece of like, isn't it? It's so valuable. His story. I think we
1: should talk about it as well with uh, Snyder. Some pe- people complain that. We've talked about the emo aspect, but how he doesn't deal well with emotional beats. But I think he nails, there's a scene where it's trying to set up the relationship with him and his father. So he's playing American football and he's the star yeah. player. He's the job. This is yeah. before the was a cyborg, by the way. Sorry. So it's a flashback and he is, he's the man. He's like the guy on the team scoring the touchdown. Sorry guys, M- uh, sorry, watch, uh, oh sorry guys, I don't watch NBA. Sorry, I don't watch. Oh my god, I don't watch NBA, which is basketball. <laughs> Pretty self-explanatory. Uh, but he American looks back at he's fuming at me. Sorry, apologies, yeah. film forager in advance. And just he literally he looks over to the crowd and his mum's there and there's just an empty spot and it was just really a real simple visual representation. Just his dad's not there and that relationship and then he's chatting with his. uh, um, he's driving home from the game and he's with his mum in a car and they're talking about his relationship with his dad and then as they're having this conversation she gets struck by a car and he has this horrendous car accident which is she dies instantly and his dad works with the alien tech that's from the first Man of Steel film and finds a way to bring his son back as a cyborg and using a mother box sorry that's quite essential to the story using one of the mother boxes and yeah. like let's let's be honest, the cyborg thing is it's very out there. It's very sci-fi, but because the emotional connection with it's really hard to not calling Miles Dyson the, the emotional connection <laughs> with his dad is is the the core of why this transformation took place, and a lot of the reason why he's learning to become a human again after he's a cyborg. He's not really. Humans kind of scared of him, but he's not ready for machine and he doesn't know where he fits in with the world. And a lot of him assembling with the Justice League is about accepting his place and working out who he is.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. And yeah, it's, I, I, I actually loved. His, his part of the story was probably one of my favourite parts. And it's a lot of people's favourite parts, I think, from what I've been seeing yeah. online. stuff, so, And a lot of people have been also saying, oh, I'm so, I'm so glad like Batflex more fleshed out and stuff as oh, well. Oh, thank like, he, God for that. So every extra scene with uh, him and Jeremy
1: Irons, I was just so happy. I was just I was just like, good. Yeah, great. Please, He's, more. He more. is... Un,
0: yeah, Poor, please, please do more, the Flash
1: more. film, please. I think he is now. I'm not 100% sure, but I'm sure I've
0: read he is. The Flash? So... so Go, how do you, you feel it. about? As, how, do you like the Flash then? Because this is very polarizing. The Fla- Ezra, Ezra Miller is the Flash. Really polarizing. Okay, so probably
1: not a popular thing to say, but I've not. I've only read Flashpoint, so I've got. Okay, no, yeah. I haven't got a full understanding of Flash as a character. I, yeah. I use. I've watched a few episodes of the Flash TV show because. Uh, Monster about... of the week. Leave yep. it. Just leave it. Same as Arrow. Monster... PB used to love that, but anyway, so I, I've seen some of that. Friend of the show, PB. And that's it. However. I, I don't have enough of a take to know what a good version or
0: bad version is I like Ezra Miller I enjoyed his performance in uh, Perks Being a Wallflower which I know we've raved about before he's the Superman isn't he yeah, i sorry he's the Spider-Man he's the Spider-Man of the DC yes. Universe but
1: okay, and so I found him like
0: far less annoying
1: in this version than the Whedon version me too Me
0: too. but the
1: thing I still don't like is in key scenes he's a guy who runs fast and he trips up at least two or three times in this film and that still yeah. knocks me
0: yeah no yeah it is, it's a bit annoying
1: so sorry I, what about you are you are you up for that <laughs> interpretation did, did you did you read a lot of flash then i don't i don't really know where you stand with flash
0: um so i, I know quite a lot about flash so okay I've, I've not read a great deal i've read i have read flashpoint and i've read a few runs um of the new of the news uh what's it called
1: new 52 or
0: no no no, no, no. that was so, the new, a while ago is, now. It's so the new 52 is actually horrendous like so people look back on the new 52 now and actually slate it apart from sort of the Batman stuff um, with Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo The Night of, of the Owls yes. or yeah. and Absolutely amazing yes yeah amazing yeah. yeah really really good um, so a lot of people don't really like a lot of the new Fifty Two. So the new stuff is called Rebirth DC Rebirth. Oh
1: yes, and they did like a younger Superman or something. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. So they've they've done they've done. So any viewers that are interested, yeah, definitely. Uh, in fact, I was talking to Quinn about it. So Quinn writes into the show a little bit and listens. I think, um, and I was speaking to him about it. Like definitely, there's um, the Superman run um, is really really good. The new Batman run from Tom King's really good. I've got um, that. Yeah. Super Sons as well is great, like with um, Superman and Batman's kids, like really fun. Hmm. Um, this and and also Red Hood and the Outlaws, this and Nightwing, all of those I are really a great. Anyway, that's I know a you do. Yeah, yeah, I anyway, know you yeah. do. I'd love to see, yeah. Um, so yeah, there's there is. I have read a bit of quite a bit of Flash. Um, it's 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 good. Like it's cool. it's really good. So um, is he your in your head? What you see of the character though, or is he just a completely different
1: thing? Is so it a side version? There's you know? about
0: there's a, so there's about four different flashes. So there's yeah. Barry, Barry Allen Lemon. yeah, and then there's like and, and I'm, I'm gonna be honest. It's been a as I said, I'm burnt out. It's been a while since I've read any superhero thing in mm-hmm. general. So. I can't remember the others off the top of my head, but um, yeah, there's been many flashes. And yes, um, Barry Allen is the one that's like a little bit like um, Spider-Man, uh, who is, what's his name? Peter Parker. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Pure Blankin. Pure Blankin. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I guess so. Like, I, I guess Ezra Miller's just a bit, the, the thing with the hot dog and stuff was really funny. I liked that. I don't really liked that, that, nice. Yeah. That
1: was nice humour. It wasn't big no, gag No, it's not
0: forced. Brunch. No, you know? it's not forced. Like it's it's fine. Like it's good. It's fun. The context for um,
1: people who haven't watched it: there was a horrendous scene of the Whedon cut where he starts discussing brunch, and it goes on for what feels like a lifetime, and I just hate it. For the passion.
0: And it's it's bizarre, right? Because the so in Whedon in general, like I used to really like him. Like I used to really really like him for, for like because I like I love Buffy, and you love same Buffy agree, as well. yeah. But also like some of the I mean the superhero films he's done ain't all that really are they? He's I mean, one very one note for me.
1: I'll I'll be honest. I I still think in terms of one of the best superhero films. I thought the first Avengers in terms of seeing everyone together on screen for the first time and the way it did it. I thought it was very very well done, and I thought Whedon did do a good job. I don't. I'm not going to sit here and yeah. say that. Did I think Age of Ultron was that great? Not really. But no,
0: Age of Ultron's like notoriously bad.
1: But. I think Age of Ultron is better when you saw what came after it because it had a lot of setting up to do it's like Iron Man 2 Iron Man 2 got slated but then when you saw what came after it it was setting up Avengers and it kind of got excused in post and I think again Batman v Superman will be looked back upon far better in oh the context God. of Justice League. Because so well. People turn around and say, oh, Batman's Batman's wrong and, and he he's got this bad thing and he's all you know, it's not the way I see him. And it and it's that was the point. The whole point. Yeah. As you said is the redemption. He's a man. We've already said this. He, he he's fallible, he was wrong. And then this whole film was about him redeeming that and he learns to trust people. And the whole film is about him setting up as a team and he's been going solo for all these years. 20-odd years, we're supposed to believe, aren't we? By,
0: by uh, BBS, he's been going. Uh, absolutely, yeah. he So he says, yeah, he says 20 years. Yeah. 20 years and, you know,
1: nothing's changed.
0: Yeah. And and so, yeah, I, I, and I guess now, like, I guess sort of mid... He, he, we all know he gets the team together, right? He gets the team together. Yeah. The missing piece is Superman. The missing piece is Superman. Mm. And that... So, so I wrote it down right. So... This it shows this um, link between the Amazons and the Atlanteans, right? Mm-hmm. Doesn't it? Do you know the bit I'm talking about where they're fighting and stuff?
1: You mean the, the so it shows the flashback of when the mother basically you the can't have all the box. three mother boxes come together and it shows in the flashback how
0: it was stopped. So there were Green Lanterns there, there was the Amazonians, yeah, and which the... almost got cut. Yeah, and... Green Lantern scene also got cut, which I was like, I couldn't believe that.
1: And who was the other one? Amazonians. The... So it's
0: Amazonians and Atlanteans, like the were the main and weapons. humans yeah so sorry yeah i i just really did see that like the link between those is just like it are just like humans are like they're like fighting each other as in like almost like again different religions like yeah yeah fighting against each other like it's, it's it's really interesting um so the bit so at this point we've got like all the superheroes together apart from superman and they've got to get the is it the boxes that bring superman back Yes, no, it's it, the, it is the bo- it, one
1: it's box. It's one of them are the
0: boxes. One box, it, it yeah. So does something sort matter.
1: Has. And I think That's they it. work out that it will revive it's Superman. All it's sci-fi, very guys. It I can't, I can't yeah. lie. It's very sci-fi. And yeah. one thing to just say about that is one of the things I really liked about BVS, despite the fact Superman's flying around, is on the whole, it feels quite grounded. Now, in Justice League, you're entering the sci-fi comics territory.
0: So you kind of have to go yeah. with that. And, and yeah. Yeah, and so, right? When they're resurrecting Superman, can yeah. someone have some consideration for poor Lois Lane? Because yeah, right, that's Can, true can we just can we just mention like because I, I wrote I wrote down zero consideration for Lois Lane while resurrecting Superman. Um, all it takes is uh, for Batman just to be like, um, Lois, uh, just so you know, we 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 need to bring your boyfriend back from the dead. But
1: but hold on hold on. We imagine they say. Hold on. What we're going to do is we're going to dig up the body of Clark Kent.
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: You know, <laughs> so we're wrong. We're going to we're going to put him in the back of the car. Then then we're going to take him to this alien ship. Then we're going to drop him in some water with a photo of his dad, which was also with him in the coffin. I Very didn't strange. Get that. Yeah. I didn't and get that. then uh, you know it was.
0: I don't. I can't imagine a scene where that's okay. Do you know Do you what know I mean? What? It's it's, it's, <laughs> it's very much that um, someone once criticised uh, fantasy films to me, um, and and I, I fully could not defend it. They were like, "Oh yeah, but like in Lord of the Rings, when they're all dying and stuff, they just." They, oh how do they get out of this flying eagles massive flying beat birds just you can write it and I was like yeah do you know what I'm like I, I get <laughs> it I get what wrong, you're saying like, but... there's always yeah there's, there's always a way to get out of it Deus Ex Machina will always exist right it's not going anywhere Ex- well exactly so yeah can please someone have some consideration for poor Lois Lane the <laughs> answer is no funny. they can't no they can't <laughs> like we're gonna we're dig we've dug up your dead boyfriend and he's coming back whether you like it or not and no, like, you've got no say in the matter. Luckily, luckily so they get Superman back they and do. He, Superman starts kicking off, doesn't he?
1: What I love about when Superman comes back is he sees uh, uh, Batflex face and he he remembers basically the whole of the last film was just him being battered by Batman. <laughs> so he's he like, me. you! <laughs> just yeah. He just sets eyes on him and it's brilliant. But oh, yeah, that, what's great about that fight is it's watching the all the different abilities take place so you can see that actually wonder woman's pretty much on par with superman in that fight she's yeah not it's really, i love that
0: i, I love, really that. love that yeah, and then
1: yeah. i love the fact that you've got the flash running around him but because that superman is so aware he's like he's the eyes i uh, <laughs> yeah, can see really ezra funny. running around him <laughs> that's brilliant and then cyborg at this point we don't know if cyborg's a goodie or a baddie because he's kind of He's
0: been on the no, fence the whole way through. He's on the fence like, and then suddenly
1: yeah. he has a defence mechanism when he senses danger. So because Superman's not quite running yet, he's, he gets his turrets out of his back and he can't stop them. And yeah. they're like, no, Cyborg, no. He's like, well, oh, it's my defence mechanism. So, yeah, it's just a really cool scene of seeing yeah. superheroes. What I do want to say, and this is the thing, we've talked about how Marvel executed the Avengers, et cetera, better. My issue is with all of this is the reason this film is four hours it does flesh out all the characters better but it's crazy to think at this point we'd only seen Wonder Woman Batman and Superman on screen before crazy so the first time we'd seen Flash Yeah. So the first time we'd seen Aquaman Cyborg. aside from a brief thing and uh, so, and Cyber oh Aquaman came after didn't it it did now wow, yeah. this is the problem this film can't change the fact that that's the way things went but that wasn't Zack Snyder's fault Zack Snyder I do believe wanted to do another Man of Steel or at least do a Batman film before but it was pushed, it was pushed. I love Man pushed. of Steel No, no I do, I, I love it No no, I, but my point being is they rushed for this world build and what upsets me is even with the four hour version of this film you see them fleshed out and I like the characters they've become but it doesn't change the fact of it. it's still thin in one film, and I, it is. it's it's that's the only thing like that that that's, will never change. That's just the thing yeah. that happened in history, and we just kind of have to accept like this is what we got from it. But it's always frustrating to think of it was a missed opportunity if you were going to do the world build, take your yeah. time because Marvel earned it. That that is true. It's remar- you it's say,
0: they, they earned that film. Yeah, they did because they dragged this... us through. They dragged us through fifteen films before.
1: No, they. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, no, but no. Let's say the first picking and screaming. The first Avengers, though, that was yeah, that yeah. was earned. No. That's yeah, what I'm it saying. Was. And they had think... a, they yeah, they had a film for every single. And I and that's what I mean more so. I know what you're saying about the fifteen, but I'm saying solely for Avengers that film was earned. And the truth is, Justice yeah. League didn't feel earned because they have we hadn't got that far. We how we do premature. It, only...
0: it was so premature.
1: Yeah. However what they have been able to do with it within this version is far superior to what's come before it and i am actually happy with what has happened but it just still makes you think of what
0: could have been
1: if they, they just let it, it breathe
0: it, it's remarkable how well they've pulled it off considering the the poor because if we think about it right i if someone wants to watch justice league i would just only i would only say yeah, you only really need to watch Man of Steel and you only really need to watch Batman versus Superman. That's it. Like, you can get away with not watching Suicide Squad because it's trash. You can get away with... You you, you you could watch Wonder Woman if you're loving it. If you're loving it, go and watch Wonder Do Woman. It's, it's pretty good. I, it's liked, good I liked Wonder Woman. I, I would yeah, actually me. fight for that, yeah. Yeah. So, but the, the, yeah, I, I, I know what you're saying. Like, Marv, It was earned and it, it really was earned. It was executed expertly. Superman's kicking off, by the way kicking off big he's style. not happy yeah the he's gonna probably kill everyone if it's not for the person that I mentioned that you hadn't consulted before Lois Lane she just so happens to find out what's going on to be fair no
1: she goes to yeah. Superman's shrine every single day it's, yeah. it's a big plot point is every day there's a policeman she buys him coffee and he says oh you're here again you've been coming every day
0: for however, however yeah. long it's been I mean so- I'd, if, 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 if he was my boyfriend You'd be going to his memorial. I'd be day. going to his shrine every day. And yeah, and fair enough. Henry Cavill in real life as well is a massive geek, and he like he's, he's a YouTube video of him building a gaming PC, and it's amazing. Really? So go and check that out if you haven't seen that yet. I was going to say he's I, I love him.
1: Have you seen the latest Mission Impossible film yet?
0: Uh, Fallout? No, not yeah. yet. yeah, no, oh, is he in it?
1: Yeah, is he in it? yeah what? Yeah, he's a character in it. But what I love there's a scene that was in all the trailers where he's fighting and he reloads his arms. He literally goes like like that and it's the best thing ever
0: it's it like sounds like the proper, worst thing but I'm sure 80s action
1: you know that just kind of yeah. uh, you You're Lord, like you'll love hit, it meet my friends law and order yeah, yeah you will um, absolutely love it you'll make it out you won't okay. love it but it's kind of your message about me oh Johnny I've watched it it's great
0: love it <laughs> okay cool well, <laughs> we'll mention it on the, but I, I am meaning to watch. the reason why I haven't watched it, it's on Netflix but I want it on Blu-ray because uh, it just looks better <laughs> I didn't know it was on Netflix anyway but okay yeah it's on been Blu-ray. on Netflix for ages yeah um, cool so, so the, 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 again right Again, this deep, like the deepness of the DC films. Can we just talk about that? Yeah. Lois saves everyone by making Clark remember love, like as in like she he makes she makes him remember like what he was before. Like love prevails. Like the butterfly on Superman's finger. Yeah. Like it shows like humanity. Like and it shows that like th- that scene in itself like i loved really really loved that
1: i can't help but smirk do you think at one point they were gonna get batman to shout martha again but because of the fan backlash after the first time i thought we're not just even gonna go there
0: tell me about that by the way because i like you mentioned martha like i thought she was i didn't understand the backlash so okay jokes aside i i love batman v superman but the fight essentially between the two
1: ends when batman realizes that superman is actually human he's not but he he Relates to humanity because he has a human mother called Martha, which is the same name as his Batman's mother. Yes, and that's the link. Now it's very Greek tragedy. It's very, very OTT, very Shakespearean. You know, Martha, why did you say that name? And it's very taken, very seriously, very overacted. Yeah, overactive. of course. Yeah, Shakespearean now, almost. One hundred percent. And people at the time yeah. complained, saying it was so ridiculous. But I think again, the message was lost. Of it wasn't the fact he said Martha, it was what it meant. It's not It's not how you, It's not not yeah. how. what he said, it's how he said it, you know? Yeah, it's, oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, but it yeah, all yeah. the people behind it, it's <laughs> one of those. And I. It, it was really annoying that the film always got bashed with, oh, the Martha thing's rubbish. And it's like, okay, it didn't work for you. I had no issue with it, to be completely honest. But I did not I know. Notice it. Yeah. I, I, do you know what it boils down to? If you're in Snyder's world, which is very dark and gritty, and people say, oh, it lacks humour, it lacks this, it lacks that. I don't care. I'm so invested in the world he's shown me. Yet. I'm not bothered. and I think It's not they, comedy, mate. So many people have come out against the Snyder Cut as well saying, oh, it's so self-important and it's so indulgent. Yes, it is. And I'll tell you why it's self-indulgent, because this guy's been given $70 million to go back and finish something. And he's done a four-hour version because they've essentially said... What, how many times are you going to get given the chance to have final? Never. Listen. So let I I watched the four hours. I took all the slow motion, which people said was gratuitous, and I message you saying I'm lapping it up. I don't. There's care. 24
0: minutes. There's 24 minutes in slow motion,
1: and it was 24 brilliant minutes. I have no, yeah, I have no
0: against it. I'll tell you why it's self indulgent, right? And this this is like the the man was trying to make a film. Yep. Yeah. Lost his daughter of yeah. 11 years old, and. Now he's like, I'm sure he's never ever going to get over it. Now he's able to work again. He he's not paid. He wasn't paid for this. No. Nope. So he took he took no salary for it. He said, "I'm just I just want to do cut. it. No, I he, just want to do it. And I want final cut. The only thing. Yeah. The only stipulation was I
1: right, don't interfere again. Just let me get on with it. And yeah, I tell you what. And the film is actually dedicated to his daughter. And Autumn, yeah, it, yeah. I've I I seen that it at the end maybe, after four hours. Yeah, and that made. It maybe sounds pathetic. So obviously, I don't know him, but this must be for him some form of ah, oh, what's the word? Um,
0: you know what I'm trying to say yeah 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 I don't know know like catharsis or or whatever You know, to finally
1: have it out and you know the reason he left the production was because him and his wife didn't want to have to fight and battle and argue for the next 12 months to get this film released the way they wanted it to so they stepped away because they had a more important thing going on in their life so so to then get the you know the retribution or whatever you would do or redemption we're still alive, we're still not fair, yeah it is
0: no it, it, i guess yeah i, I know what you're I, trying I, to I say can't, and I'm, can't. I'm just the word escapes me so, as, i'm sorry well. sorry listeners because it's probably L- infuriating but the, my point well, they're, they're going to be they're going to be screaming out their car stereos this but is what be you able mean, mean, yeah, to, yeah, to be
1: able to like actually get that out there i don't care he could yeah, honestly if it's five hours i'll probably still be behind it because i just think if this is honestly you trying to say here's for every single person who cared this much I'm not condoning all the people who did release Snyder Cut... because there was a bit... There's a lot of toxicity, And we should know, but I think, again, fair balance. It wasn't everybody. But the fact he's been able to do this, we should appreciate it and take it for what it is. And honestly, I'm glad I've got to see this vision. People kind of say that maybe this is going to happen for loads of films now. There's got to be enough money for an interest for for, for it to happen. Like, I joked with you saying, let's see the Schumacher Cut of Forever, the dark version... There's not enough people to like
0: warrant the money. I want to see it. I love no, it I forever. You know, how I want many, to
1: see it. How many how many Joel Schumacher Batman Forever fans are there? Probably not enough to make HBO say, Yeah,
0: let's do that, but there we are. Uh, like, yeah. I, it's it's real it's really really basically it's really, really nice that this has happened. Have would would people's nine out of ten reviews be 9 out of 10 had it happened first time around no it no. would have been it's probably added another 1.5 another another 2 to their mark so like the the 9 out of 10 probably would have been a 7.5 or maybe even an 8 I don't know I really really enjoyed it, it did was, you I prefer it, it was... to Batman v Superman because some
1: people are actually saying they far prefer it and I I, my I need is... to watch
0: it again I have yeah, to watch so I, I cannot possibly comment and all I know is that um, me and Vicky went to the cinema originally one of our first dates um, originally to see Batman versus Superman and both of us didn't really like it really? I oh, only oh, Okay, I only really yeah it, the well that was the original cut like it, it wasn't which was I short just, and a bit it's well, fine not it's short just, sorry, it's but there was, fine. there was plot missing like oh, it was again staggering well, I How also, took it, to, I also took it to see Suicide Squad Oh, no, we're still together. I, so that was good.
1: I'm, yeah, you're lucky. You're lucky that
0: So yeah. So I only recently watched Batman vs Superman: Ultimate Edition. I didn't realise how much it would add. I didn't realise. It's quite confusing. There is a little bit confusing in places. Like, and some of it does. It's not certainly nowhere near perfect. It does feel like it's a bunch of random cuts at times. But the, I, I need to watch Justice League again, maybe again or another time. Um, to really sort of like drink it in. I think a lot of people talk about
1: Snyder that sometimes he doesn't do well with the exposition. So actually, there's quite a lot of scenes in Snyder films. I can't disagree with this, which is basically I can't disagree. there's not a lot of walking and talking. Or or you remember we discussed before the James Cameron films the action um, uh, information coming through the action. So Carl Reese is explaining in a car chase what the Terminator is. So it's not just boring exposition, it's done yeah. thing. Snyder will do. A flashback, and a, you know, we've just said about Wonder Woman doing the long speech, and it goes on for ten minutes, showing the flashback of, of the wars, etc. And there's a lot of scenes of people posing and standing around. Now, for me, I see it as a choice because in the comics, a lot of it is posed, and it looks like a panel, and the framing for me represents that. I don't know if that is the case, but that's just how I see it, so I don't care. And yeah, like you know, end, like, no, like that's, care. and it's a bit like you, when I watch Three Hundred. I know three hundred is not a good film. Doesn't oh, I, Excuse no, 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 me. No, 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 no. I but love I mean, three hundred. No, so do I. As
0: but... as Sparta.
1: Jamie's, Scottish. Jamie's beard there, Butler. loving that. But anyway, I was, going, yeah. no, I was going. No, what I mean by that is, you know, we, we we do we're on a film review podcast. I can't honestly say to people three hundred is one of the best films, but I love the visual style of it. I think I it's, can. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I love the visual style of it, and and you know, it's it's got something about it. I really enjoyed the Snyder Cut. The main thing I liked about the Snyder Cut, though, is the fight at the end of the original Justice League, with the Joss Whedon version, is essentially Batman,
0: Aquaman, Flash. Batman, Aquaman, Flash. You, I you, sorry, you. you said it like the Adam West one. Batman, as in... <laughs> it's, I, right? yeah. <laughs>
1: it's fine, I anyway, it. they it. they go to fight Steppenwolf, who's been collecting the mother boxes, and essentially... Uh, Superman at this point you know you just talked about the idea that love is what brings him back and he he finds Amy Adams they fly away to the farm and he remembers the life he had Superman doesn't even know he knows what's going on with Steppenwolf but he doesn't even know directly no one spoke to him about what's happening or anything so the superheroes aren't even sure he'll turn up so basically, in the Joss Whedon version, there's a, there's this big fight where they're basically just wasting time till Superman arrives. Whilst in the whole Snyder cut, it's like we don't think Superman's going to turn up, you know, guys. So we've got a plan, yeah. and we will running we'll through fields of wheat. I thought you were about he? to say no. I thought you were about to say he's running late, and he was no, running very late. No,
0: he's, he's running through fields of wheat, which was a quote from our former prime minister. Prime Men- Former Prime Minister Theresa May. Theresa May. Oh, what Watson, a niche reference. What, Excellent. What she said. What, what was it? The question she was asked. What's the What's the naughtiest thing you've done? Well, we used to run through fields of wheat. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just, uh, that's real funny. To be fair, look, <laughs> anyway. I, yeah, but I, I remember. He's time, in Kansas, though, isn't he? So we're waiting for Superman, to and he's rock up, uh, literally, <laughs> yeah. It's just turn up whenever he, whenever he's finished stroking the wheat In he's in Kansas isn't he he's standing he's
1: genuinely he's remembering at this point he's by visiting his childhood home he's remembering
0: yeah. he's dressed like me he's dressed what? exactly like how I apart from the what the shirt yeah you it, don't look from, as good
1: as he did when he did not have the shirt on mate I'm sorry how dare you no, I look, <laughs> look,
0: Just I look exactly like him <laughs> just with like a lot probably shorter and just yeah I like beer <laughs> that's, what that's just like be it and like i'm not i don't I don't have like sixteen a sixteen pack no <laughs> he looks amazing doesn't he to be fair like he
1: does but yeah amy adams uh, her character just brings him literally back to earth and there's yeah she doesn't think I'm actually trying to remember he 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 basically turns around and says to her in this version of the film they've brought me back for a reason so I can't just be standing around
0: on this farm imagine (laughs) it's literally just I'll see you later he brought me back for a reason and then he's like cuts to him like he's sitting in the house watching the newest season of South Park Yeah, yeah so yeah essentially he joins in the battle at the end but what as I was saying
1: in the Whedon version the battle plan is literally wait till Superman turns up and he'll kick everyone's Backside, Forrest was in this yeah. version. The team have a lot more to do. The only thing I find with when you put Batman in the Justice League, and this is yeah, within the comics, gonna say. and within within the films, is Batman is obviously only human. So when everyone's kicking ass and doing all their superpowers. He's just basically shooting people with a
0: laser in the corner, it's, and he's a bit I, naff. It I is. really struggled with that. So yeah, and he's got Obviously, his goggles
1: on like Watchmen goggles, which was a weird choice. But anyway, I oh know what we. What I
0: love, like Watchmen's probably my favourite Zack Snyder film. With you love the, the goggles? Uh, no, I don't. I'm just you mentioned <laughs> oh, Watchmen, right? and I, you, mentioned, you mentioned Watchmen, and my ears pricked up. I, no,
1: I like Watchmen. I've watched the full version of that as well, which is also about Same. three hours, forty minutes.
0: Well, it's ridiculous. Um, anyway, yeah, it. It's weird because everyone everyone that listens to this podcast, everyone that likes DC probably would say, I'd say 99% would say, oh yeah, m- my favourite's Batman. Because he, yeah. he's the one, isn't he? He's the one. Yeah. He's the most, I guess he's the most interesting. Superman's always been really hard to put on film. Can I just say, if, they, if you want to make a good Superman film, revolve it around Clark Kent. Let's see a Clark Kent film. 100% because we never do that, really. No, we don't. Like, I feel like Man of, Man of Steel ish does it but then it's the setting up before he works at the Daily Daily Planet we never actually ever see that really listen I've got no idea about writing films and I've got no idea about shooting them like but make it about Clark Kent there's my idea I'm like that that Cartman in that um, South Park episode awesome Adam Sandler every single every single thing that they get him to write every single film has got Adam Sandler in it Adam Sandler is Superman that's what we'd like to see Um, Nicholas Cage um, but that was a missed opportunity Anyway, anyway, how could that work now? Could it work now? No. It couldn't, could it? No, it's no. terrible. Unless it was an indie film. Unless it was an indie film. No. But the point no.
1: being, what we're saying is watching an unpowered Batman around all it's these bad. It, it, it's, bad it, man. it's hard for us to take because it's just, yes, he's the genius and yes, he set them all up together and yes, he's funded the, all the equipment or what have you. But it's super the, power He's rich. Yeah. And, and they, they acknowledge that. But essentially, yeah. he drives in with a bat tank. He shoots up a load of an old power plant. And then, basically, he's waiting for an alien to drop his rifle. And then he picks it up and shoots it a bit. Yeah. And <laughs> it makes it hard to imagine in the future films, if it, if you go cosmic, which is essentially what's happened, if you make it a cosmic adventure, what can they do? It reminded me of in Avengers 1, when Hawkeye's there, and you're thinking, what are you doing, with really? Yeah, well, he's yeah, like the
0: you... Iron but But Batman is exactly like the Iron Man, but without the suit, um, isn't he? He's, but... he's, he's the billionaire. He's he's got the technology. So when he, when he's in his little the bat digger, or whatever it is, yeah, like, yeah. I, don't know, I don't know what I it is. That. like. The
1: bat digger. I'm imagining a JCB with like a little bat logo on it now. But anyway, carry on.
0: That's you. JCB is you. No, I am meant... At yeah, JCB.video. Excellent. Um, anyway, yeah. So yeah, just imagine him with his little bat digger and it and he, he's just, <laughs> it just doesn't work, does it? No. I, and I think,
1: uh, yeah, again,
0: look, we're nitpicking. I mean, th- this this is why i kind of hawkeye be dead within two seconds thanos would just look at him and he'd die of fright
1: yeah but i think realistically (laughs) this is why i wanted another batman film with just watching him do normal underground stuff with someone that wasn't supernatural yeah Yeah, because exactly because if the, um, again, if the, Bat, if the Ben Affleck Batmans had carried on, I think that's what they would have done. They would have had grounded ones in the middle to go, look, he is still relevant. It's not just a case of every time, well, we don't really need Batman to bring us together. So I, th- I think that's that's the only thing for me.
0: Yeah. I mean, I mean, without us going into it, listen, the heroes win. Of course they do.
1: And, so, the... and the fight is so much better in this version, though, because... Yeah. Snyder he isn't I'm not being funny the action in in that scene it reminded me of 300 it's insane because the the teamwork's brilliant because uh, I think Superman like punches him so hard he goes into the ground he cuts off his horn and removes it yes and then he he then like hits him so hard that Wonder Woman won't and he's heading towards this portal which has to be closed and of course Wonder Woman runs up and then like beheads him and his head lands through the other side of the portal as it closes Yes, and he gets trodden off like a football and it just it reminds me of just it's it's absolutely overkill but after four hours it felt so earned yeah it felt so justified I was just like fine absolutely fine yeah
0: in a good way uh, by the way I really yeah I love Wonder Woman in this like she's She's so good isn't she like she's like almost the star of the show for me I haven't seen Wonder Woman 84 just for context neither have I I've I've not heard positive things no I've I've not heard positive things I will uh, well, you that's, that's a long exhale from me. Like, I will no. watch it. Like, <laughs> I was, I was too busy watching. Like, I was watching Kiss Me Deadly. Um, I know. Um, by Sam Samuel Fuller. Yeah, that's my thing. Like, I, I'm just, I'm, I've said it time and time again. I'm, ex- I'm so tired of superhero superhero films as a genre. Like, it's just, it's so. Mm. Can we talk about because I think it's important because we've um, the end of this that's... film has some additional scenes which I think yes. are important
1: to talk about and they are. Jared Leto is back as the Joker. Now, Suicide Squad, speaking of director's cuts and directors having their visions absolutely butchered, David Ayer actually had it as bad as the Joss Whedon incident because his version of Suicide Squad was absolutely butchered. If you compare the first trailer of that film to what came out, it's unrecognisable it was such a
0: dark uh, anyway yeah without so getting into s- that
1: I think Jared Leto had a lot of stuff shot
0: and was sidelined oh absolutely. really okay side-lined. I was going to ask you about that so yeah I was going to ask your opinion like what do you you know the whole damage thing over his head and all that and the, the terrible tattoos me. and the gold the don't gold teeth no so <laughs> is that Jared Leto's idea or is that oh, the studio what do you think I don't know do you know the answer is that I, no, I don't know. No, okay, I, this is not a jeopardy moment for you. No, no. Like, sorry, I, sorry, I, I, I thought it was a jeopardy moment. You, no, up. you're going to survive this week. Like okay. you, you're all good. There's, I've got no more quiz questions for you, um, but yeah. So Jared Leto, he's always we've always known him as a bit of a weird guy. Like in terms of his ideas and stuff, he is uh, almost a method actor as well. I, I believe. I didn't know whether that was his vision because I've heard like people were saying, oh, yeah, wait till you see like Gerard Leto's Joker. It's crazy and all this. And then it was really bad.
1: <laughs> I think, though, I I didn't love his Joker, but I think anyone who was coming after Heath Ledger was going to struggle. Well, I just I just well, think, what were you going to do? So he tried to. And if you like it or not, he did something completely different. And I think that's what the Joker's always done. Like Cesar yeah. Romero to Nicholson, very different to Heath Ledger, very Jesus, different again. Yeah, Mark crazy. Hamill, very different again. And that's kind of I I thought Jared Leto was the idea of a, a modern gangster, you know, but like gangster rapper, like yeah. you can see him in the back of a music video, like funny about do you know what I mean? Just that kind of thing. It's it never bothered so me, hard,
0: honestly, to be honest. But I can't I can't imagine the pressure that comes behind that character now. Um because, so like, because much. of Heath Ledger. Um, because of Heath Ledger because of Jack Nicholson like the pressure sorry Joaquin crazy. Phoenix it's almost like wow well. yeah. yeah yeah right yeah. Yeah. so in the Casual. back of my head right in the back of my head for the last two minutes I've been like there's someone else that's really big yeah. yeah 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 right so right the pressure now right behind that character like Joaquin Phoenix um, yeah Heath Ledger and Nicholson Jesus Christ like you must be sitting there and be like what can I do differently how yeah. can I do it better yeah. I don't know what to do like and it, 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 it he <laughs> yeah, definitely isn't right. it like so it's like it's almost like you're panicking he's probably sitting there like Jared Leto's sitting like, he's like um, um, I'm just going to put damage on my forehead like, it's going to be crazy I'm just going to be like a pure gangster like is not that it? like he's probably gone through about yeah. 500 different scenarios apparently no I was thinking I was going to say Wrong. he locked himself away that was Heath Ledger Heath Ledger no, locked himself away yeah but
1: I think Jared Leto yeah. did do weird things on set and look no, I'm not phased, I'll be honest, I didn't mind his interpretation and the fact he was getting a second shot I was pleased with because we never really saw him and Batman together. There is a car chase in Suicide Squad, I know, and Batman's on top of the car, so but we bad. never see them talk to each other.
0: So no, while but, well, I... mean, I mean, technically, we don't we see still talk to each other in this one. Because... Tell us about that. With COVID, obviously, they've had to film
1: things via green screen and remote, etc., so... Ben Affleck's Batman's having a conversation with Jared Letters' Joker, but obviously they've they've never been able to meet because of This circumstances. bothered me. Oh, now, wow. the way it was shot, it was basically shot reverse shot, so sh- uh, shot over the shoulder. So you kind of... Okay, see so you're going to have
0: to explain, maybe explain that to people. Okay. Might not.
1: okay, so it's basically... Normally when you watch a conversation, one person's on the left, one person's on the right, and when you do the shot reverse shot, and the other person who's on the left would still be on the left, but you're looking at their face instead of behind them. So essentially you can use a double or on green screen you'd key it so they wouldn't have to be in front of each other essentially
0: and yeah and a lot of the time you find guys and this is you know this is really apparent in lord of the rings like a lot of the time when you when you've got that over the shoulder shot it's actually not the real someone completely different yeah it's basically someone wearing a wig and it looks ridiculous the (laughs) worst thing
1: about a 4k re-release is that like yes. honestly just stuff but like that you, you know, know the stuff
0: depends. with Bilbo Baggins and stuff yeah, yeah, right? yeah, in yeah. Lord of the Rings like yeah. when uh, you would never ever notice it until someone mentions it and yeah. once I've mentioned it I'm like that is a bad wig. Like it's really yeah. bad. It's a bit like the old stunt doubles in films, like once you clock it, you clock it and you go with it and um, Yeah, hundred. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Like you see that they've got like like the um definitely one of the things that comes to mind, I don't know I've mentioned it already, Terminator 2, the motorbike the scene. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's a complete it's definitely Tom Cruise. That Are the guy on that motorbike is definitely Tom Cruise doing that scene. Like I was that was a joke. Say,
1: <laughs> I love in old Star Trek like they have a fight scene and the stunt people are paid to be on set to do the fight so basically it will cut from William Shatner to just completely different bloke with like a different build in a fight yeah. and obviously but why though? back in the day like on TV like the resolution and whatever you probably just wouldn't yeah, notice yeah, it as much as now it's like on a 50 inch TV in HD
0: you're like that's not the same guy Definitely YouTube. William Shatner's fight moves. Oh, it's brilliant! He
1: does like a judo chop with two hands, and just
0: brilliant. And he does. He also does like weird, like
1: like wall kick. Oh, I used to be obsessed. Do you remember? Used to be obsessed with that. No, he he does a thing where it's like you know in the Matrix when Trinity runs at the wall and does the kick he does yeah. the most what a normal person would do if they tried to do that, that <laughs> yeah. without and,
0: and what, wires well, what a normal person would do that has had zero training and is slightly overweight would. it reminds be, me of
1: like you know in parkour Uber in the office yeah. so it's not far off that actually
0: it's really bad anyway, so yeah I mean, I mean Jared yeah, Leto's so Joker it bothered me it, it, I mean so right okay so if we're talking about Jared Leto's Joker let me just say I really did much, much, much prefer this version in the Justice League Snyder cut. Agree. He, I, I liked his little laugh. It was a little bit, it was a little bit more Mark Hamill esque. I thought. I, okay. I just really liked it. I, I much preferred. I much preferred the look of it, like the smeared lipstick. I, I quite liked the look of him. The longer uh, hair and the yeah, it was yep. way. It's way better because it was it was less try hard, I guess. But like I say, pressure so much pressure behind that character now that character has big boots to fill what infuriates me from that scene though
1: is the film up until that point is self-indulgent but I feel like it was all originally intended it should end there's a scene where they're all together on a hero shot on top of the In yeah, it of the should, King, it, it's it sure should end of the there King. and to be honest <laughs> yeah. like that's where it cuts and if you cut it there I think people would give it better reviews people are yeah, slating company. it more for this tacked on scene. Now, part of me loves the tacked on scene because I'm annoyed that I never got to see Batfleck with Giant Leto on screen and now I have yeah. kind of even though yeah. they weren't there. But yeah. Batman uh Joker's trying to wind up Batman and he's basically talking referencing yeah. Jason Todd which was a big thing in The Dark Knight Returns this oh, like
0: man. the costume of of the Robin who died and uh sorry so so if if anyone wants context, to dive yeah, in sorry. no if someone wants to dive into that law um jason so there's been many robins um jason todd was one dick of the Robins. Grayson. that yeah dick grayson Jay, uh, jason todd Um there's been another one again it's been a while since i've delved into this but go and read death in the family um, um, that is uh the dc comic where jason todd i mean we've just said it yeah something bad happens to him he yeah. dies I'm just gonna say yeah that they're, they're yeah, human yeah, yeah. beings so Jason Todd was was a Robin and he dies at the hands of the Joker yeah. it's called Death in the Family go and look at it it's, it's, it's actually a really really good um, it's a good book um. Yeah. I think I've borrowed it off of you previously. I'm pretty sure. Did you? Read? Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, I think you have. Yeah. 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 I've got. Well, it's on my it's on my bookshelf right now. So yeah. you probably have. <laughs> yeah. The, the front of the book is Batman holding literally Robin. a bloodied body. Yeah, it's, it's grim really as well, but... it's, it's, it's really grim. Is it 70s or 80s that one? I think it's 80s. Yeah. Yeah. Feels feels 80s yeah. with the tone and being a bit when when you and... yeah when when you go and like grab the comic don't expect to see this fantastic artwork it is, it's is—it's a little bit older yeah, yeah. than the other ones so
1: the Joker Jared Leto's Joker references the fact that he's killed Robin he says why would you send a, a, a boy wonder to do the job of a man trying to wind up Batman and Batman essentially says when harley quinn died in my arms i promised her that i would kill you which obviously is against batman's mantra maybe yeah. not so much Zack snyder's batman's mantra but anyway and he said and i've promised her i'll make it slow and you just feel i i actually liked the acting between i know you I, I know you're not too bothered i thought um, there was good confrontation a good setup of a of relationship. No. So, I don't
0: know. The, no, so the reason and I and I guess the reason why it bothered me was because I knew beforehand that they'd never met. So, I didn't I knew, So it never I didn't yeah, care exactly. I, didn't care. I, just, and, I just and and, and I wish. It. Yeah, I wish I didn't know. So, I I I'd already heard that they filmed the extra scenes without meeting each other. So, they filmed mm. them and, and that that blows my mind because part of me you can't that, tell on the screen though, like digitally, you mm, wouldn't be able to know. I, I think you have to look for technology, it. You, you is amazing. It. That's one of the sad things about technology, like, as in, it's amazing for everything. These certain bits never would have happened, they, they wouldn't have done this, like, they'd have just, just got the actors in. I know Covid's a big thing as well, and money as well. But, um, I think Covid, to be fair, was the main one for this one. I, 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 yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't, I don't think it was do, a main one, you know really. I much preferred it, it was much better, and yeah go read Death and the Family and you'll you'll, you'll know a bit more backstory about that. The
1: only issue
0: with with that
1: is, as we said, when it should have ended is because this scene is in there it's teasing something we're probably never going to see and I think that is frustrating because this scene takes place in the Nightmare Future which was teased in the previous film which we know essentially will happen. The idea is Superman will go bad if Lois Lane dies and it's hinted at multiple times that in one of the multi-universes within DC that this will eventually happen and then the films will go back and, and stop this from happening essentially
0: yeah well, no exactly you mentioned so you mentioned now about that so Views by Quinn writes in mm-hmm. uh, Quinn Quinn is actually a friend of the show like lovely guy go check him out it's lit on Instagram at Views by Quinn go, mm-hmm. go find him he said after finally releasing an arguably great film now Quinn isn't the biggest DC fan to be no, honest. He's no, he not, likes actually. DC. He likes DC, but he doesn't like the films. Mm-hmm. Much prefers Marvel, but he has done a he's, he's done a U-turn. He watched the Snyder Cut once, didn't really like it that much. Watched it again and loved it. I
1: love that he, the fact he's uh, managed yeah. to watch it twice in that time impresses me. Oh as well.
0: Jesus, it's eight hours, isn't it? It's, it's a whole working day. And he, I, know, I know he works a lot. So after finally releasing an arguably great film, who has the brighter future, DC or Marvel? I'll be
1: honest, I, I'm i personally far more invested than seeing what Snyder would have carried on doing than I am particularly bothered about what's next in Marvel. I enjoyed WandaVision, which is the start of the next phase or the end of the previous. Yeah. But I'll be honest, like Jamie, I'm a bit burnt out with superhero films. The ones I enjoy more so now are the ones that have lower stakes and not end of the world. And my only problem yeah. with this Justice League stuff is it would still be more end of the world stuff. But
0: yeah, for Snyder's I mean, version
1: of it, if I'm going to see anybody's version of that, I want to see his.
0: And that's how I will leave it. So, for, yeah. So for me, I think the brighter future, the, there's there's different ways we can tackle this. Marvel, nothing about then their, their future catalogue excites me at all. There is, a, a, do you know what? Black Widow, that's the only one I'm really looking forward to. There's a few that are like Thor, Love and Thunder not bothered the main one that stuck out for me is not bothered (laughs) dismiss me (laughs) throw throw, toss me away like a half eaten sausage roll the the thing I was going to say the one that stood out for me
1: is if they're doing the multiverse for Spider-Man then I would be king because I loved into the Spider-Verse and if they're doing
0: anything yeah but that's by Sony that was from Sony
1: no I know but if they're if they're doing
0: anything similar to that oh you mean like Tobey Maguire, Maguire and, and I liked Andrew I... Garfield
1: Spider-Man so I'm... yes yes
0: yes yes I don't think so the I'm films are great but I like it. so him. did I you know I it's love one him. of those thought anyway. he was f- like brilliant yeah yeah. He nearly said the F word <laughs> yeah, so I just flipping brilliant <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm interested in seeing that but I don't even know if that's actually happening it's one of those things which it seems to be rumoured about so much I don't know if it's even a thing
0: you I know. mean I don't like Toby Maguire as Spider-Man. I think Spider-Man's like Rime- face
1: when he's when he's stressed out, he always has that I baby hate,
0: face. I hate his face. <laughs> I the second, obviously everyone knows Spider-Man 2, um and that the Raimi trilogy is really really good, the third is bogus. Um what? No, I agree. I just I, Oh, the, you are like I remembering
1: the emo third Spider-Man so when weird. he's like yeah. doing the tape.
0: Anyway, and 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 the, the the so the thing, our reason. I think the reason why people are, are so upset by that is that Venom is one of the greatest villains. But Raimi didn't ever. like him, and you can tell from the film he wasn't bothered. Did about he not? Him right. The okay. Studio I didn't know that. That.
1: again. Here we go. Here's a here's a lesson on studio interference. The studio said, "Put in Venom. Venom's really popular. People like Venom." And he said, "I don't want to do Venom." But he said, "I'll put him in if I really have to." Wow, and that's he's not why really... we get the rubbish <sighs> version of Venom. We get in that he's not film. just
0: really popular; he's amazing. Like Venom's like the probably apart from the the hunter. Uh, what's his name? Oh, that, something the hunter. Oh, I can't remember. Kill me now, viewers. I don't. Um, know, anyway. It? Yeah, I'm. 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Jamie knows more about DC lore than I do, to be completely honest. So I mean, I'm talking about Marvel. So that's true. Yeah. Oh God, oh, I'm, I'm gone. So gone. You're right, mate. Nah, now, Johnny, Joe, guys, give give Johnny, send him some big hugs because he's had a busy week. When I say busy, we're lucky we're recording this because he's had a long week. Thank um you. And you have, yeah. You you were looking at me there, like I was going to say something bad. I was really worried then, but anyway, carry on. No, don't worry now. No. <laughs> no, no, there's no need to worry about me. Um, yeah, so yeah, like like I was saying, the spider, like that Rhymey trilogy is is really good. I don't like Tobey Maguire. I think so. The DC universe has a brighter future if Snyder is allowed to carry on and wants to carry on. If Snyder isn't allowed to carry on and doesn't want to carry on, then like both futures of Marvel and DC I can't be bothered with. I would say, actually, that Marvel's is probably looking
1: brightest because it's going to make the most money. (laughs) So it depends how you want to look at it. But what I would say is, jokes aside, that Aquaman, I think, was one of the most successful DC films. And it was, honestly, parts of that film was like... Might want to Google that.
0: I... I'm joking. I don't know. I don't know. No, I, 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 I'm
1: pretty sure like, in the Chinese market, it made a ton
0: of money. Oh, okay. So I I Shazam. Think... Shazam was like... Ah, I Shazam. No, you might be right. Okay, I'll take it back. But what I would say is they've released lighter films since, which have done well. So Shazam, I... Birds, of Prey, Birds of Prey. In fact, Birds of Prey might even be the highest gross. And again,
1: you know, the, there's a new Suicide Squad film coming out, which looks very...
0: By James Gunn. Guardians Gun. of the Galaxy esque. And more Because version. it's James Gunn, like they're, they're trying know. to poach the directors from Marvel to copy it. And we that's not I don't want it. Uh, <laughs> like, that, I just that's don't not
1: want it. But I think for that reason, if Aquaman has
0: done as well as I think it has done, no, it has, no, you're right, and I'm yeah. so sorry. No, no, it's it okay. Really so it was it in, in the Chinese market They made it a lot, didn't it? That was the big thing or something. Mate, it I made think. 1.1 billion.
1: Oh wow.
0: <laughs> That's even it made more, more It thought. made It made more than The Dark Knight Rises. That's insane. And it made more than Joker. So Joker made oh one God. billion. Yeah, one but, billion. but think about how much less Joker was made for. So the returns would just be insane. Just so you know, uh, here you go, every, all the viewers. Sorry, go on. Johnny, I apologise. Oh, okay. Thank you. I'll take that. There's a, there's that, there's a rarity in me. itself. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone that knows me will say the same thing.
1: No, um, um, I yeah. Never if, if a film like Aquaman, which was lighter... Aquaman was not great. There's I mean, parts. So it was slated, wasn't it? Aquaman reminded me of a Star Wars prequel.
0: Make of that what you will. What because of the <laughs> ridiculous amount of green screen?
1: It or just there's an underwater adapting. world which is like where the Gungans live.
0: Ah, oh, yeah. Mister, Mister, J Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. All I mean. that, all that. <laughs> but what there's a there's a lot of stuff like it's. It, Some of the prequel stuff, I love the visual imagery, but I don't like the acting and other stuff going on. And I think Aquaman for me was similar. There's some bits which were like visually really interesting, really stunning. But also some of the suits looked a bit Power Ranger-y. Also, I used to love Power Rangers, so let's not knock it too far. I I don't know. And it's one of those, again, that maybe maybe the reason it was more successful because it was lighter. And it's like, if you make a sequel to Aquaman now, or, or if you make a sequel to whatever comes next... How can you not reference the Snyder Cut when the Snyder Cut's probably going to make... Do do you think Snyder Cut's going to make enough money for it to warrant anything else? I just don't know what was happening. It's it's
0: crazy, I don't know. 150% that film is going to make way more money than it cost... Because in
1: total, it's taken two attempts to make this film, and they've spent nearly what was it, like four hundred million dollars in total. So it made.
0: On... Pro- so it made no, no, no. No. So no, no, no. So it $70 cost... million on reshoots. So, sorry, cost... Matt, sorry, I, I, was, I was, I was like, no, 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 no. So it co- it cost a hundred million to make the, f- but
1: the original original. Ver- version. I'm sure
0: the original version cost a hundred million, and then and the new the the additional bits cost seventy. Okay, fine. I'll take that if that is true.
1: I I thought it was even more than that because they spent 100 million on the original version then they spent another 100 million doing weed and stuff and then another 70 million doing this. I thought, but maybe that's wrong. I don't know. Anyway, Um, they've spent...
0: Oh, right. Okay, okay, okay. So it well, it cost 300 million to make. There yeah, League. so that,
1: that's about right. Cause sorry, three man, so Three sorry, bites man. of so, the cherry. You've got literally so, got the
0: first time
1: probably yeah. 100 odd mil. 100 odd mils worth of reshoots,
0: and then the 70 mil budget for getting it released on this. No, no, 300 million pounds for the first edition. Oh, oh whoa. And then 70 mil for yeah, like... Yeah. yeah, for Snyder. So it's, I, yeah, think, I think essentially it's Snyder's version version. I think Snyder's version will profit massively. Do you? It's um, just so you know. It's so it's all. I, I'm pretty sure it's already the highest grossing. Um, it's the highest grossing like DOD release. Yeah, yeah. Has it beaten yeah. Trolls two yet? Which was massive. Yes, I think. Yeah, yeah. So that, Honestly, so
1: I'm was, not joking, guys. For for listeners, like Trolls two was like one of the biggest releases, it, wasn't it? And, and it was that's and that's only. the
0: reason why there was massive controversy from cinemas against. Mm-hmm. Um, is it Universal? Uh, no um, Paramount who was, was it? it no it's Warner Brothers because uh,
1: Christopher Nolan separated <laughs> right. from Warner Brothers over it didn't it? oh well right all okay. he was going to separate with Warner Brothers because they, ref- they were they were going to release stuff at the same time on their streaming platform and Wonder Woman 84 was one of the
0: first things that came off this wasn't it well yeah exactly so that like I, th- I think it's definitely ma- it's definitely going to make money in terms of so it was it, was, it cost 70 million it's I can almost guarantee it's going to make because it, it's going to obviously be released again in cinemas, hundred percent. Do you think it will though? Like, yes, post, yeah, it's got, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely okay. yeah. I think people are going to be gagging for it. Like, I will, I'll yeah. go. I'm, all, and, I'm already pre-ordering. I'm a walking Blu-ray. contradiction, by the way. I'm no, all walking, I, know, like, I know. I'm so
1: burnt out, and then I'm like, <laughs> I'll go. Like, yeah, but you just want to see Batfleck on the big screen, which is also again, completely and understandable again, and again, yeah, yeah. exactly.
0: And, and, I, and, I, and I, yeah, yeah,
1: but to be fair, there's like a steelbook edition. I think you sent me the other day, already available for pre-order. Yes, Justice League 4K. You know, if that's going to cost 20, 30 quid, I'm already going to pay for it. You know, so it's it's one of those.
0: Yeah, well, I guess it is what it is. And guys, we're not pairing it this week. I'm I'm sorry. You can obviously see by the runtime that this has been a long convo. We're not pairing it because it's a four-hour film. It's like, you Actually, we're do you pairing it us? with the Whedon cut, so you have to basically watch
1: both of them and then compare... <laughs> no, i No, don't not do that. that. Don't I'm act... Honestly, that. if you've not... For some weird reason, you've decided to listen to a spoiler cast special about <laughs> Justice League... and You you've must love actually... it a lot. And you've you not must actually... really... seen it. Yeah. Please do not watch the Joss Whedon one. Just watch the Zack mm. side one and be done with it. You
0: know? Well, I, I, I would be amazed if people, i don't think if people to listen to this that's that haven't seen is. the snyder cut i would really please write in. let if, us know if, you, if, us if know. you listen
1: to this and you have no interest in justice league please write in because that's actually give immense. you
0: a shout out you, 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 I'll, I'll send you some pin badges we're, gonna get some, <laughs> we're getting some pin badges made um well not from the last quote i had from <laughs> let's not even go there over 100 quid give me a break mate i want to send them out for free to our to our most dedicated listeners um anyway guys I've been at Movies in a Nutshell and this I've been I've been obviously co-hosting as per usual with at jcb.video and you know the next episode's going to be about The Lost Boys one of my all-time favourites we're going to talk about more Schumacher Johnny loved it I can't wait to talk about um, Lost Boys I'm mean, more Josh you're going to probably stuff. watch it again aren't
1: you I've got to watch it again because
0: yeah, it was a I've while had-
1: ago since we've changed it now so. I've
0: watched it I've watched it about 15 times and I've held off Um, wait till you hear the pairing as well it's gonna be good fun I'm I'm excited next episode is Lost Boys it's episode 10 should it be something more special it can't get more special than Lost Boys because it's one of my absolute favourites and I bullied Johnny again so as per usual go on your Apple podcasts give us 5 star ratings Johnny's only just give us a 5 star rating himself what a joke um, so Johnny obviously will make him give us give us a 5 star rating <laughs> so, I just yeah. felt very self indulgent giving myself a 5 star review so I held off a little while but he no, was giving me a 5 star review okay. as I deserve we only accept 5 star ratings see you next time cue that music